4: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal phone-in show. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for joining me. I'm hoping that my audio is sounding okay just doing a quick check i think it is i'm sure you guys will let me know in the chat box if indeed it isn't um but uh, as you know we've been having a couple of audio issues recently but hopefully they're going to sort themselves out um but thank you so much everybody for joining in and listening in today's show is a phone-in episode as i said i was going to try and do more of these over the course of 2024 and i'm certainly sticking by that uh, as well. So please make sure that you do subscribe to the channel if you want to get involved with plenty of discussions surrounding the club this season, because we're going to be talking about that and plenty more regarding this club as the year goes on and getting a lot of your thoughts as well. The rules of this phone-in are very simple. Uh, They are rolling across the bottom of your screen. Now, you, of course, must be over the age of 18 to take part. You need to have a webcam. Uh, You need to have a stable place to record. What I mean by that is so you don't make people seasick with your phone's going all over the place or your uh, laptop or tablet or whatever. Um, And, of course, uh, it is a family show. So please keep it clean to the best of your ability. I know the little slip here and there of a swear word can happen. But if we can keep it clean, that would be great, not only for the families that are watching, but for monetization purposes as well. (laughs) <laughs> need to pay the bills. Uh, so thank you so much, as always, people, for listening and tuning in. We've already got a queue of people listening and tuning in uh, down below me. Uh, if indeed you are waiting to come on, please make sure your webcams are turned on and try to make sure that your phone is in a stable position so it's not shaking all over the place, uh, and that will get you on to things much, much quicker. The topic for today's discussion is, of course, Mikel Arteta. Uh, after the game against Fulham, things have kind of fallen away in terms of positivity and optimism around Arsenal words like title challenges have have fallen away I think from the minds of plenty of people as well as we see ourselves drop to fourth in the table ahead of Newcastle against Liverpool tonight at Anfield which could dramatically change the context of the league table once again even in just one game which I think in itself shows and demonstrates how quickly things can change and this morning as I was nervously and perhaps naively perusing social media trending was hashtag Arteta out believe it or not so what I thought I would do is jump on this evening to have a chat with as many of you guys and girls as feasibly possible to get your thoughts and feelings about this very topic about whether you've joined and been part of the gang of hashtag Outers, or if you're stumped and confused about why indeed that is trending, or just to get your thoughts on the current situation of what Mikel Arteta needs to do. Uh, as I said, we have got, it's fantastic to see, I have to say, so many people tuning in already. What sometimes happens is we fill up our queue quite quickly, so if you try and join us and the queue is full, uh, just give it a, a little while while some people jump off the queue and, and have another go in a little bit, because it does fill up quite quickly. Let's bring in our first caller. AJ is going to be coming on first, just letting him know that he's going to be there. We ready AJ, how you doing, mate? You good, you well? Yep, I'm
5: good, Tom. Can you hear me?
4: I can hear you. You're a little bit quiet. That might be on my end more than anything. Um, talk for me again. There might be a little bit of a delay. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Clear, clear and crisp?
5: I can hear you quite clearly on my end. So yeah, Okay, right. Well, we're be... going to give it a go oh, as long so as we good can good. for your answer.
4: Tell me, AJ, what you've jumped on to tell me.
5: Well, I guess we're going to dissect the game, our current run in, our current form, and um, just uh, the an in and out brigade, which seems to have um, come up over the last couple of hours, I guess, over the lost West Ham and Fulham, and how. Um, I don't know, social media sometimes can be very divisive in that. I think people are in their own camps with regards to or turn in or out, and I think we're kind of throwing the baby out with the boss or with some of um, the results that we've had, and I don't think it's as good, nor as bad as people make it out to be, and a bit more somewhere in the middle. I have my, um, how can I say, concerns, but mm-hmm. still, we've got so many games to play, and we're just right aside then, so that's just where I, that's where I stand, I don't know.
4: Yeah, no, I I completely understand where you're at. I think we're probably on the very similar uh, kind of trail at the moment. I love the phrase of throwing the baby out of the bathwater as as, as kind of an an analogy for this because I think it's pretty accurate. Um, We're annoyed after a defeat. We're frustrated when we lose. And for some people, that includes then, you know, going as far as saying maybe we should move on from the manager And when we've had a few days and sometimes a week or so or even a month after a few more games to see the bigger picture. It can look very different very quickly. Do you have? I get asked a lot, AJ, like where my cut off is. That is often something I'm told. Like where's my cut off? What ha- what needs to happen for me to join the baying crowd of of Arteta hours? Do you have a cut off?
5: Um. Well, it's. I've always said, you know, it, it's also looking at other teams. I would probably use Chelsea as well. I think I want to talk a little bit about Chelsea, and whilst I definitely don't think that. Chelsea are doing quite well. The standard that they set for themselves, and we've seen, especially um, during the when the came, Mourinho was in charge, and we've seen them in the Premier League under Mourinho know, and Conte. We can see that um, now with Pochettino at the helm, that there are some flashes of here and of what Chelsea are trying to do. I think their main problem is actually scoring a lot of chances that they create, which is kind of similar to what also problems, problems are. But um, mm. if that kind of goes away from Arsenal and I don't see us progressing in any manner or there's no development of certain players and it seems like a lot of the players are no longer playing for the manager, then that, that's where I would say, okay, how far can our take us? Because some people believe he's taken mm. us a as he can. as of now. People believe like, okay, we contended for the championship for the Premier League, but we've not managed to get over the line and maybe at first hit that feeling like what's the next step but at the same time what manager can take us in, that's available right now and that's where um, a lot of questions come up with Arteta. for me more so my graphs come with regards to the system with um, the way Arteta does things yeah. that's where some of my questioning comes into play and I look at Arteta slightly sideways and I'm thinking hmm, that's that might be a concern and I'm not sure if he not have to
4: get over certain humps. Mm. So, yeah. AJ, I think you raised some some great points. The only reason I'm moving on to the next caller is because the phone line is a little bit muffled, as if you've chucked your phone underwater, I'm going to be oh, honest. Okay. But you you raised some really good points whilst <laughs> you on, AJ. So I really appreciate no your time. No Have right, a fantastic rest home. of your evening, mate. Speak to you soon. Massive thank you to AJ uh, for coming on very much appreciate your time um, as I, sometimes if you are not using if you're using a phone sometimes the best way is to also have headphones or earphones on that can really improve the sound quality so it's worth using those if you have access to them uh, Abdul is going to be our next caller let's get Abdul on good to see you my friend once again joining us for a phone in hey tom how are you very good see that's what i mean by clear, clear and crisp that's that's what i want to hear
6: was it good I'm happy we're not having any issues. Um, happy New Year's to everyone on the call. Um,
4: Tell it, me what you're thinking, mate.
6: Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, right? I mean, I've I've told you before. It's Arsenal's problem is that whenever we're on top, we just gotta like, we just have to ruin it for ourselves. It's um, and, and it's like it's it, I don't know if it's like we're becoming too too predictable because I don't really. See, I don't really agree with people who say like we're we're becoming too predictable. People are understanding how how to play against us. Okay. If we have a play style that we're really that good a at,
4: a little bit too predictable, Abdul.
6: Um, if we have a play style that we're really good at, I feel mm. like we should, we should basically play our best style every game. Like Liverpool when they won the Premier League, they they played the same. They played the same every single time. Every single game they've played, it's it's been the same the same players same system they they haven't really changed anything like Manchester City is a bit like you, we can debate that because they have a lot of players on the bench right mm-hmm. but like from an overall perspective i think that arsenal needs to learn from liverpool because we don't have that um player um like that bench squad, right? Because if one of our main players gets injured, then we 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 just become a, a weaker t- team by just default, right? So what 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 I want to see is I just want to see the I like I want to see more development from the players. For example, I feel like Saka and Martinelli they toned it down a little bit, right? And I feel like what should happen is they they need to be more hungry to score because. And I don't know. This is just the Arteta system where they're having to like pass more in front of the net when they can just take the shot. Like just just take your shot. You know what I mean? You'll probably miss yeah. it, but we're we're causing we're we're causing them some issues. We're causing them some danger. some de- like we're putting them in dangerous um situation. No, no. So, yeah. but we're not doing that. We just keep passing the ball in front of their net, which which is really frustrates me, right? And that needs yeah. to change. And I I, I like. Last year, Staka and Martina used to take their shots. I don't know what's wrong with this year. It's It's, it's been very off.
4: It has been, hasn't it? There, there is something about a apprehension, even at times. And may, maybe that's come from the way in which the season has started, and maybe there's been something of a snowball effect that we're seeing about the confidence of these players is not... At the same level it was last year or maybe there was a bit of an imposter syndrome that we would you know title challenges last year and they've not been able to see that through to this season um but i think you raise an important point there what do you make of the calls for arteta to go
6: uh that's bullshit because um right now we're not at the worst spot ever like we're 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 still building the system we're still working on everything right uh, yeah. my my daughter wants to be part of the show so we'll just have a part of the show <laughs> I can <Wow>. tell. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, basically, uh, uh, what, what, I, what I think should happen is... Arteta shouldn't be sacked because you're just going to give him until the end of the season. If we're still top four, I'd just still continue, right? Because we're still building the system. We're still getting in the players. We're still building that dynamic. Um, we're seeing where we need some some improvements. So, I, I, again, the guy is gaining experience. Um, yeah, you can look at it from a long-term view, right? If uh, my, my only... Beef with Arteta is that we're just a copy paste from a sh- from a Chester City, right? And I feel like we're just copying their play style. Like w- when we played them last time, I just felt like two teams oh playing God. the exact oh same God. way. You
4: know, if, if you're gonna take inspiration from a team, it's not bad to take inspiration from a team that's won the treble. You know,
6: exactly. Just just um, add your add your tweaks in. add like you, you, you like you have to change it up a bit because um we we don't have the bench or like the, the player capacity to play that that style
4: mm. yeah no fair enough abdul i'm gonna let you go because i know you've got some parenting to do but i really appreciate uh, um, you on the channel mate always uh, a pleasure okay. thanks man See ya. brilliant stuff um uh let's let's go to the chapels quickly i'm getting i'm being called out people uh joelian here says look who it is I'm that famous now. Tom Canton is an aspiring journalist who sold his soul working for that rag of a newspaper, football.london, chatting nonsense again. Never tell it how it is. For la- Julian, the floor is yours, my friend. Please join us. Join us. Come on the show. This is, this is your stage to join me and tell you what you think of me. If you want, I'll happily take your questions. I sense that you may not, though. Uh, let's get on our next caller. Wilson shaking his head. Uh, I'm assuming that's in support of me, but tell me why, Wilson? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh,
7: yeah. First of all, uh happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year. Likewise I just Likewise, happy friend. New Likewise. Year. And uh, I saw the comment. There, it's absolutely ridiculous. How on earth are you talking crap, Tom? I really don't know. I really. It, it's beyond me. All. Can't please it, them all. You're you you're just essentially spitting the facts. You're telling the facts. Simple as that.
4: I appreciate that, Wilson. But tell me how you're feeling about this Arteta out trending on social media.
7: Well, in terms of the Arteta out thing, is absolutely ridiculous. Because in my opinion, in the last two to three years, we've made massive strides under Arteta. Um, transfer transfers wise, the playing style. I felt. The performances in the last two or three years have been good as well. We've been getting better players games, in. Dreadful. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And, uh, but, but obviously Declan Rice has been a great signer for us. But however, in the last two games, it's not just in the last two games, it's been a couple of games have been really, really poor. Um, Newcastle away, attacking-wise, we were poor. Against Aston Villa away, we did not finish off our chances. The West Ham game, don't get me started on Gabriel Jesus because he, he literally had a header, which is five or six yards out, and he missed it. And in the Fulham game as well, one of my good friends said to me at the time that the thing was, obviously, everybody else was poor except David Rea. I mean, David Rea did his job, but the rest of them were abysmal. We were a shambles there. I felt, attacking-wise, we were poor. Defensively in the last two games, what on earth is going on? We need to fix up, like, uh, like, uh, like, like one of my good friends said to me about Martinelli in particular, the thing with Martinelli, he just runs himself into trouble. That's what you said at the time. And I feel like the team needs to fix up and just, I don't know, I think the manager needs to stop being stubborn all the time. And also the team needs to fix up as well. In terms of a title race, I don't think it's over. I don't it think it's over. over. My 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 Who's my, small, my brother, my,
5: over?
7: <laughs> my brother's in the background. He thinks it's over. I don't think it's over. There's
4: uh, there's a lot fan? of games.
7: No, he's a Chelsea fan. He's oh, a Chelsea fan, you know. which there I can't you seem to stand. I
4: don't think they can speak, mate. I don't think Chelsea fans. Can no, they speak can't. No, they hand can't. Hand
7: no, hand they hand can't. Hand in all seriousness, I don't think the title race is over. What, however, what Atleti needs to do, he's got to find a way to get the best out of our attacking players. Because we're toothless at the moment. Look what Man City have got. Quality. Quality. They've got Harlan and Alcaraz. Liverpool, their attacking options. They're exceptional. But Arsenal, we need to get... For me, the most important position in January is a striker. And it's not just a striker. I feel like we need another winger. We need possibly another midfielder. But definitely another versatile fullback who can play right-back and left-back. Don't get me started on Shichenko. Going forward... He's very good, but defensively, he's awful. We need to fix that, Tom, or otherwise things will get worse.
4: Yeah. No, Wilson, I think you've raised some really excellent points. Your, your brother hasn't, um, and I'm so sorry that you have to live with a Chelsea
7: fan. I really do apologise.
8: <laughs>
4: Thank you for your t- Enjoy the rest of your New Year celebrations, mate, and I'll speak to you very soon.
7: I will. Happy New Year, guys. Cheers, Tom.
4: Cheers, Wilson massive legend always appreciate and coming on uh, i'm going to get leo on next because i noticed that leo was waiting around for several hours before the show even started uh, leo how you doing my friend you good you well
9: oh uh, yeah fine uh, watched the game and um pretty much disappointed ruined my new year's mm.
4: Indeed. You're, you're one of those that, that has the camera facing you, but your screen is oh, yeah. somewhere oh, else. You're going to have to change it. It's fine. I know there's a few people that do this. You're just it's like, hey, <laughs> one of those classic scenarios where someone does that. I used to do it as well. And I remember people leaving comments saying, Tom, why don't you look at the camera, mate? And it's because it was somewhere else in the room. Just um, like but no, it dry, but... <laughs> it's all good, Leo. What do you make of, of the calls for Arteta for to be sacked that are trending on social media right now?
9: I mean. Like I've been an Arsenal fan for like nearly twenty years now, and uh, people that are calling for that um, pretty much handpick the games that they're watching. Like they're taking uh, single occasions out of context um, and disregarding the broader pitch- picture. Because like if you're calling for a sack, then you also have to call like for uh, who's going to replace Arteta. Like, realistically, who's on the market then that can replace Arteta that brings the same level of uh, detail, of commitment and quality to the team right now that improves the team from the get-go? Like, no one like that is available. That, that, pretty yeah, much with yeah. that's what I argument. would
4: say. i will be like, who? Like, who on earth? Because you... I remember the people that were saying Arteta should be going wanted Eric Ten Hag, and look how that's going. You know? Oh, yeah.
9: <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for the call for Graham Potter. I'm just waiting for it.
4: Yes, yeah. The irony is that Graham Potter is actually my choice for England's next manager. But to be honest, anything's better than Gareth Southgate at the moment. So that is a, uh, it's an entirely different kettle of fish. How do you think Arteta solves the problems that we clearly all saw on on the game against Fulham?
9: Um, I'll go with. I don't. I forgot the name. the The second caller brought up a very good point in Abdul. my book. Uh, yeah, um, he said like, um, if you're very good at one thing. Um, you don't. Uh, you only need to adapt that one thing because you can't defend against it. The best example for that would be Barcelona. Like everybody knew what was coming, everybody knew what was coming for four or five years, and people could, just couldn't cope with it. Same thing with Iron Robin on uh, Bavaria Munich. That was a huge meme here in Germany. Like everybody knew he's going to cut inside and shoot with his left foot, and he still managed to do it. So um, I think what we need isn't more versatility. It's like more. Um, Penetration in that sense and more stability. I think we we sorted out the midfield with uh, Rice. Yeah. I think he's holding us together like pretty well. Um, I think a huge issue is um, our left hand side because Martinelli uh, for is isn't a good defender. He's uh, he's good at tracking back. He's very um, has a very high work rate, but just isn't a threat defensively, and Chenchenko clearly has his qualities in another in another um, part of the field. He, in my book, is more of a six or an eight than a left-back. Left and um, Tomiyasu and Kivio just can't fill that gap. You saw that pretty impressively against, against Fulham yesterday, that uh, Kivio just can't play that. We were one man down. The I
4: think is better, isn't he? I think Tomiyasu can play the inverted left-back role, but nowhere near to the same stylistic level as yes. as Timber or as Inchenko, yeah. I think yes, right.
9: and I think that's our main issue at the moment. That most of our creative output falls on Odegaard. And one thing that went through my head, like the last two games, also in, on West Ham, but mostly like Fulham, Odegaard looks tired. He looks fucking. Oh, sorry, he looks. Uh, looks
4: Abdul blew it early. I think it was anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he looks freaking <laughs> tired. Um, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um. Same with Saka,
9: like the the spark and the, the dynamicism that both of them had, like at the beginning of the season that made them so hard to play against, seems kind of worn out. And um, other and teams are starting to even triple Odegaard at the moment and double Saka and Martinelli. And um, I'm kind of missing uh, Jesus stepping up, like yesterday in Ketya stepping up, or uh, Harvard stepping stepping up. Harvard is doing a great deal defensively um i think he's improved our pressing a lot and um but I think he, he lacks the, a thing that a Trossard maybe brings to to the midfield. Or um, even if Smith-Rowe could bring to the midfield, which is someone that's criminally underused in my book, to just alleviate the pressure of an Odegaard. Because that's the thing that makes Man City so strong. Like, if people are starting to triple Foden, Doku is just going to run over you on the left side. Or um, if De Bruyne gets fit again, who, who are going to triple? If you triple De Bruyne and Foden, then Haaland has no, has no one to mark him. And that's that's I think the issue that we um, rely too much on on single individuals, and um, those are just a little bit too worn out at the moment to create those those special moments that won us games like a couple of weeks ago.
4: Leo, I think you're spot on, and I think you raised some really really strong points in that, especially about the left back position. I think we need to make sure that left hand side overall, I think, is in need of of, of something different i wrote a piece there about how i would actually quite like to see emil smith rowe start on the left hand side against liverpool um just to bring something different and trial it but lee i thank you for your time and thank you for being so patient i noticed that you were in the call well ahead of everyone else it was only (laughs) because you turned your camera on a little bit late that i didn't get you on first but yeah thank you for your time mate
9: yeah have a nice day
4: you too mate fantastic stuff uh next on my list is jonas let's get jonas into the call jonas how you doing my friend you good you well hey
8: tom how you doing
4: very good mate very good how's your new year Yes, I can hear you loud and clear and crisply, yeah, which is I'm always good. Good my, New Year
8: on my Apple Book, so <laughs> on my MacBook. So I never tried this before, so I I just have to check the uh, the is all right.
4: No, all good, mate. Tell me, uh, tell me what you want to say on this topic.
8: Uh, I I is is this a topic of Arteta out? Then it's uh, it's a, just a disgrace. I don't think right. that's that's where we we should go
10: mm. because mm.
8: in. These these four years, we we have seen the best progression the club have made since the early Wenger days. Uh, so just sack the manager because of oh we're having a little bit of a setback right now. It's not the way to go. That's 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 my opinion.
4: Yeah. What do you? Why do you think people do want him gone? The, the, I mean, it's you don't. It doesn't get trending on social media, you know, without. Significant number of people calling for it, so we can talk about the loud minority. And, and I mean, to be fair, I say it takes a significant number of people. If I get the exact figure that it was, there was just there was around two thousand tweets on the first day of twenty twenty four that included the words hashtag Arteta out, which could be bots, could be you know who knows who, but that's a lot of people still.
8: Yeah, but it's two losses in a row. Hmm. When when we had had that last, was it? To, was it last season or was it was when, it when we, we lose lost two three, Premier three League three games
4: players? in a row? It's a fair question. I'll have a look while you're carrying on.
8: Yeah, because uh, two back to, uh, back-to-back losses. Yeah, uh, Manchester City had back-to-back losses in October. And look where they are now. They're still chasing. They're still mm. title uh, contenders. So why should we not be, the, be that? Because we just lost two games. So, so why? Why is that? Like, I, don't, I don't understand people. Sometimes it was at
4: the end of last season, we lost three 0 at yeah, home to North Brighton, and, uh... Uh, and then we lost one nil away oh, at Forest. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, the last yeah. time. But uh... before that, you're going back a long, long way. Um, yeah, we lost in at the end of the previous season again, it was the last few games we lost three nil at Spurs, and then we lost at uh, Newcastle. It's quite ironic, isn't it? No, the last double back to back defeats place, happen yeah. at the end of the season. It's quite interesting that that's a theme that's developed there. Um, but what do you think needs to change or how does he change what has happened how do we stop this slide that we're on uh,
8: i don't i don't actually i i i don't think it's we can't blame the injuries because look at newcastle look at manchester united look at the other teams they have new injuries as well uh, well just,
4: I, you you say that like we say we can't blame the injuries and look at those teams but newcastle aren't as good as what they were last uh, season i mean they're true. ninth manchester united Arguably aren't as good. I mean they got in the Champions League last season. So we say we can't blame the injuries, but the two teams we've used there as examples are significantly worse than they are than they were. Sorry, last season.
8: Yeah, that's true. But uh, I I think I, I don't like to use uh, use uh, no you do I, I already <laughs> because uh, we're we're better. Than that. We should we 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 have a, a great squad. We bought in uh, great depth in and and unfortunately we we got our. New left back injured the first match of the season, so 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 uh, maybe uh, I don't know bad timing misfortune, you know, uh, and and the play hasn't been as as good as it uh, was last year. Maybe we have been predictable, but then then maybe we have to to look over that, and and yeah. and, and, and uh, that that's up to the manager. But I don't think he should be sacked for. He, had, he has just has to find a way to to uh, improve because this, this we can't keep going like this but it's just it's only two losses it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's not the end of the world we're still in, on uh, we're still competing for a title no matter what other people think we i think we're still competing for a title we're two points behind let's hope newcastle uh, does us a, does us a favor uh, yeah. tonight so, so, so we, we we're still win, in indeed.
4: the race. That's indeed. Is, uh, no, I, look, even if Liverpool win tonight, the race is still very much open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would be saying that, "Man, City are out of the race," you know, because they would be five points behind. Yes, with a game in hand, sure. But it's it's important context. Um, Jonas, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Thank you,
8: John, man. I just want before uh, you let me go, I just wanted to, to thank you. I, I read your. Uh, your post on uh, on earlier today on... Uh, on X, YouTube.
4: formerly known as Twitter, yes.
8: Yeah, no, no, on, on YouTube. The, the, oh, the YouTube one, yeah, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and after the Fulham game, when we drew 2-2, mm. uh, two, two, uh, I was mad for two days. And then mm. I think mm. it was after that game, you said, it's not uh, the end of the world. It's yeah. more to, life, more to life. Yes, that, mm. and that... Uh, made me think, that, uh, and uh, my mental health has improved since then. Because wow, I'm I, I so could... glad
4: to hear that, Jonas. That's brilliant. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm, you Thank know, you, I don't put those. I don't put those messages out there for no reason. Um, no, I, so I'm uh, really glad.
8: It, it, it took me 38 years. Okay, not 38. I've been a supporter for Arsenal for 25 <laughs> years. Sure. It took me 25 years uh, to... Yeah, to no,
4: I, I, I've had a couple of people DM me saying like, how do you get into that mindset? And it's the case of not, it is like a light switch moment to just recognize that there is just more to life. Like I love this club to the bottom of my heart. I'm so passionate about it. And yes, it's gutting when we lose, it sucks, but why on earth should I allow it to take control of everything else around me and affect the other people around me with that? It shouldn't, you know, it is, there's just more to life than that. Yes. But Jonas, thank yes. you so much for your kind words. That was really thank kind you, Tom. Of you. I Thank you for
8: having me. Have a I good wish you all the year. best,
4: mate. Happy thank new you. year, mate. Massive stuff. Uh, they're great. Fantastic. Uh, let's bring Stephen into the conversation. Stephen, mate, how are you doing?
11: Hi, Tom. Can you hear me?
4: I can indeed, mate. If you take a seat, you'll stop people making being seasick. <laughs> That's why
11: people walk a place. Firstly, happy I New it, Year,
4: Tom. time, mate. Walking around the house on my phone on FaceTime and then I end up getting someone thrown up because they're like, I feel like I'm on a ship. But no, thank you for calling in, mate. Tell me, uh, tell me why you phoned in.
11: Oh, well, uh just a bit concerned start of the season you go into it and you think well first time I'm actually happy with the squad we got Mm. and you think like and all of a sudden it's just you don't seem to trust Smith-Rowe don't play him Nelson don't look up for it he don't get no minutes and all the players I thought well we had cover for they said we haven't got cover I wasn't expecting the drop off of Saka Martin and Erdegaard to happen at once so why do you
4: think That has happened. What do you put that down to? If you even have a reason, you don't need to have one, but what would you put it down to?
11: uh, Maybe it's uh, the slower tempo. Mm. Because by the time they release the ball, they got the whole... You've created a low block again. Yeah,
4: yeah. Transition.
11: Speed, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, but starting to get very alarmed. I think we have to... like. Win the cup. We can't throw the cup game away now. We have to try and go, yeah. go for that cup game.
4: Yeah, we absolutely. I think there is something about that cup game that should be a breath of fresh air because it's not the league. You know, you can kind of remove the context of the pressure of the, the title race, if you like. I think you can make a couple of changes, not in terms of rotation, but just to remove some of the the players that are struggling, like Martinelli. I said already, Like I'd throw Smith Rowan. I don't know about you, but I'd throw Smith Rowan to that left hand side and say, look, You've got a great chance here against Liverpool in the FA Cup to to kickstart your Arsenal career again on that left hand side where you made your name and earned that brand new contract in the number 10 shirt, go out and do it again. Do you feel as though that is the right way to go, or do you think players need to be played into form like Martinelli and Jesus, etc.? I
11: don't think they can. I think they're, they're, they can't be played into form. They've, they've had too many chances. I think they need to be taken out of the firing line and throw your Smith Rosen yeah. and people like that. But I'm a big fan of Smith-Rowe, yeah. but he just—he uh, doesn't seem to get the minutes out. So, mm.
4: I know he's... I, I, I genu- I, I, people say this to me, like, why is Smith-Rowe not playing? And I say to them, I genuinely haven't got a clue. Like, e- like, even from speaking to people in and around the club, the messages I get are that he's fully fit, he's back from his injury, he's in the squad for that reason, but there is no explanation as to why he's not playing. So it must be a, a t- Arteta decision, you know?
11: I think it is, but he's a... As much as I admire him, he's a very stubborn man. Mm, mm, he he, he yeah. backs, him, backs himself, good, backs his decision. also
4: in this case, bad, yeah.
11: But it's been, it was a couple of weeks ago, I mean, like, didn't want Solanke or anyone anywhere near the Arsenal team. And all of a sudden, you, you start firing a few blanks and you, your mind starts changing.
4: Mm. He's got more goals in the Premier League than our front three combined.
11: Yeah, but I said, I, I, I wasn't expecting a drop-off at all at once to happen yeah. in the same season. But mm. like, it's like you said, we've got a game, non-league game, to try and rectify this and get the confidence back up. Yeah, and, uh, I fully expected to beat Palace when we played them, but
4: I was fully expected to beat the last two games we played. To be fair, and, and that's that, yes,
11: the other thing that's confused me is when when we lost to like to Villa and Newcastle, I thought we had enough chances yeah. in it to get something, out of the game, so I wasn't I wasn't bothered about it. Go around field, get a point, you're happy with that. Then the next two, absolute awful, absolutely awful. Yeah. yeah. So this is not
4: where. Just, just lastly, Stephen, before you go, I don't. I haven't actually asked you about Arteta. Are you, where are you at with him? Because I know you're frustrated and alarmed. I'm I'll, I'll sticking by that, him. Yeah,
11: you stick. By you got yeah? we're, we're call off top of the Champions League, and you're still in the FA Cup. We're, we're not effectively out of the title race. I so don't really think left we're
4: going to win it. But, <laughs> so, no, that does help so, doesn't so,
11: it? <laughs> we're still in the title race, although we ain't going to win it, but. I think we've got a better chance at the Champions League because yeah. teams, other even Man City, the only English club left, and it won't low block us. So I think you've got a better yeah. chance of going further than that. But, yeah. yeah.
4: No, I think I, sh- I think you're right. I think the Premier League is harder to win than the, the, the Champions League um, by far, especially the way the Premier League is this season. Um, but, Stephen, thank you for your time, mate. I really appreciate it. And I, I wish you all the best for the new year.
11: Yeah, good new to year, Tom. Bye, mate. Cheers, mate.
4: Massive props to Stephen there for jumping. I really appreciate his time. Uh, let's bring on AFC Rod is next. How are you doing, Rod? You good, you well?
12: Hey, I'm, I'm well, Tom. Wait, Can you panic? hear me?
4: Bring the microphone over. There we go. Yeah.
12: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, I you know, I've written some notes, but I don't want to take up too much of your notes. time. I, that's yeah, because no, I
4: appreciate <laughs> notes. That's great. I
12: have really tried to analyse the the macro and the micro of um, mm. the season. Oh, you see, you're, so you're speaking my fair. language now. You're using it, exactly, some my little exactly. I'm loving this. I, this is great. I've, I've had this conversation <laughs> hundreds of times with a bunch of Chelsea fans uh, near me. So, oh, um, so, so that's sorry. the reason why I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm somewhat prepared, should we say. But <laughs> things people really need to put their season into context. Um Two losses, or, or sort of a, the, the draw against Liverpool and the, the loss against uh, West Ham, really games that we probably should have won. Um, and you're looking at uh, games where, m- well, not specifically the, the last game, but games previous where we, we have dominated. Um, I am reluctant to explicitly put a lot of the blame on Mikel, um, okay. just given some of my experience as kind of a, a player of- manager in the same context.
4: Is that in terms of like so that is in this season, or are we just talking about the last two games? I, I'm I'm
12: saying in terms of this season. Um okay. I think we're we're seeing a lot of tweaks and changes that I think is more specifically a, a kind of a player confidence issue, kind of a, a, a decision making issue as opposed to kind of a systemic issue. Um yeah. so you know poor deliveries. Well- Okay, you're back. You're back. Sorry, you cut out for a second, but you're back, Rod. Keep going. Oh, apologies. Yeah. So so scenarios where wingers are getting into position, Sacco Martinelli, and, and sort of making poor de- deliveries, uh, you know, poor decision-making on sort of our set pieces placed defensively. Um, we saw uh, sort of last season Martin Odegaard occupy what I call the, the ozone space, that that space at the edge of the area where he'd sort of get the cut back and drill it into sort of bottom right, bottom yeah. left, hand side. But you know, this season he seems to, for for one reason, and it may be uh, an Arteta instruction, not occupy that space when sort of the balls are in those dangerous areas. Be um, weird, so- considering he scored a lot of goals from that position, <laughs> you know. Um, and and even sort of the the utilization of Havertz as well. You'd imagine that size, your aerial ability um when Saka and Martin Elliott are getting to those sort of dangerous areas they're looking for sort of cross the box we, we we tend to you know delay the opportunity to to swing the balls into the box um so it's it's quite a tough one but again the macro is we're we're, we're doing just fine this season um and all this blip I think there's a, a massive uh massively unrealistic expectation that we would you know steamroll the league again and kind of produce what we did last season but you know well, teams yeah like we that, didn't
4: steamroll it last season so. <laughs> you know,
12: for, for a good portion of the, the the season last year we did but you know it, it's sure that on. case of teams now understand and, and kind of build and, and and want to play against the, the systems that you're deploying as well so we, we you know we have to factor that in uh, Man City have, have you know seen blips in their form when when you know key players have been out, and we look at you know not having Timber, not having Partey, who was such a, a massive uh, cog in our success last season. Um, so you know there's there's lots of key elements that really don't explicitly fall to you know Arteta or, or sort of aren't in his direct control, should we say? Um, the argument for Arteta is 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 harsh, in my opinion. Um, I think we we definitely need to take this season to really evaluate uh, and and kind of you know take take stock of you know how far we've progressed because we have seen tangible uh, growth through the sort of last four seasons that he's been here, and I think every Arsenal fan in the chat will agree that trophies are, are sort of you know almost mandatory this season. But again, it's again it's that. That context, you know, we are playing in one of the most difficult leagues in the world. We are, you know, we are, uh, you know, competing against some some juggernauts in hey, our Rod, league.
4: You'll be told that you need to raise your standards, mate. That's yeah, what but... people are going to say to
12: you. <laughs> certainly so. Certainly so. We, you know, we should have we should have high standards for our squad, but we need to be realistic and we need to understand that uh, uh, certainly at the pro level of sports, the margins, as Mikela said, are so small. It's, it's injuries to players for a, an extra week or two. It's, it's you know, decisions not going your way in certain games. It's, you know, uh, a whole heap of reasons that, you know, f- you may not even be able to control. I think in, in, if we assess kind of Man City's sort of dominance in the last few few seasons, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that their margins for, for sort of league wins have been sort of two or three points, uh, you know, uh, two out yeah, of the four yeah. seasons that they've won them, right? So they've been really incredibly tight, tight campaigns, and we need to recognize that you know we're not we're not there yet. We're not the finished product. We're not going to absolutely dominate, uh, but you know we we are making some progress. The league is, a, is a, a you know a long race. We have eighteen games to improve. A transfer window. We're still in the Champions League, um, so we're in a, a really good position at this point in time.
4: Yeah, I think we are. Uh, Rod, thank you so much for jumping on. I Really appreciate your time, mate.
12: No, thank you. I, I do want to say, Tom, I, I've been yeah. following your your content for for a good while, and I, you know, at the, the sort of beginning of the time of following you, I was a bit hazy on some of your opinions, but I kind of it's very normal. For sort of the last <laughs> two or two or three years, you know, I've really come to understand that you have quite a based, objective uh, opinion on the Arsenal. So I really appreciate your content
4: oh thanks man that's really kind of you yeah I, i'm not surprised like I, my view changes i say it changes it's, it's remain pretty consistent on a few things but you know being open to changing your mind is, is the key thing i always find so yeah but i really appreciate your kind words
12: mate yeah absolutely cheers we'll thanks the man have a good new year speak to you soon bye, bye. you too
4: Must appreciate rod for coming on fantastic stuff let's get our next caller on our next one on my list down the bottom is uh hugh hugh's up next let's bring him into the call how you doing hugh you good well? Doing good. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. The, the connection is a little bit dodgy. Just to give you a heads up, we're going to try okay. it and hopefully yeah, Hopefully, it'll sort itself out because it's a little bit robotic at the moment. I, you know, I know that I'm a bit of a fan sometimes of robotic uh, audio, but uh, <laughs> if it doesn't work out, we may have to move on. Tell me where your head's at, mate, and I'll cut in if it needs to be cut off.
13: Um, I would say right now, this season. It's not going as supposed to. I think a lot of it does have to go down to our center, especially the last two games. I think like we attack so rigidly and not as fluid as we were last season. I think a lot of it has to do with players staying in their positions and not floating around. I feel like Kai Havertz, not to be a dead horse, but he's not the midfielder that I think we needed as a box of box that's really exposing some you know, weaknesses with. Rice and Odar, and obviously, our fullbacks kind of not playing well at the same time. All is kind of goes to the manager saying so if more than half the team is not informed, that has to go to the manager. I think that's where I out may be too aggressive, but yeah. question the manager right now, I think, is not wrong.
4: Yeah, fair. no. I, I've never said once that I don't think people can question. You know, I think you, anyone's allowed to criticize. Anyone can have a value valid criticism, especially if they come with evidence and you know reasons behind it. It's kind of the blind stuff that really gets on my nerves. Hugh, I, I wanted to let you get out the rest of your sentence because it was it was just holding up. But I'm I'm going to move on if that's okay, just because it is very robotic. If you want to rejoin, if you can improve your connection, um, then feel free. But it, it, it's a little bit too dodgy to carry on. But thank you for joining me, Hugh. I really okay. appreciate it. Have a good one. Thanks you for coming on. Apologies about the connection. Hopefully we can improve that uh in future ones. By the way, if you are on the call and if you've been on the, the show. I'm not being rude, but I'm going to need you to shoot off just because obviously we need to open up space for new callers to jump in. So make sure you tune back in on the, on the YouTube to join us just so because I can only have 12 people down below. <laughs> so uh, we need to open up space for new people to, to jump in. Uh, next up on my list is Richard, uh, who joins us, who I'm actually really excited to speak to because Rich Karner has been one of the longest listening commenters on my chat box for a long time. And I've never put a face to the name, but now I can. Richard, how you doing, mate? You good? You well?
14: I'm all right. Happy New Year, Tom. How are you doing?
4: Likewise, man. Likewise. First of all, thank you for your very, very committed listenership to the channel. It is appreciated.
14: It's been a pleasure. Um, I I guess I I just wanted to echo what other people have been saying. Mm. Um, You've talked quite a lot about Arteta's coldness when you talk to him. Mm. And I don't think he's treating the second 11 very well in a way where... Now the first 11 isn't delivering. They're not ready yeah. to come into the team. Yeah. Players like Smith Rowe, I think probably um, Ramsdale as well, they've been a bit neglected. They're yeah. probably not match fit. Uh, the first 11, he's been over reliant on it. And all of a sudden now we're a bit screwed. And it's mm-hmm. really a shame because he's done a terrific job. The idea that he should be fired is um, <clears throat> it's ridiculous. Yeah. But at the same time, Mm. Uh, I think there's a group of players who are probably feeling a bit disillusioned, a bit unsupported, and we yeah. really need them now.
4: I think it's a really, I think it's a really fair point, um, especially around Smith Rowe. Um, I, I can't quantify why he gets ten minutes against West Ham and no minutes against Fulham in two games where you need to bring someone on to change things. Um, we know he's very forthright in his view in his way of doing things he's very um principled in that manner and if he gets his head around something it's very difficult for him to to kind of move away from that the goalkeeping situation i think comes into this with ramsdale um i think it's a problem that didn't need to be created i've got no issue if you want to upgrade a position but if you're going to do that especially with a position like goalkeeper which is so unique because You can't really rotate or make substitutions with these types of positions, even though Arteta claimed once that he might have done, which I'm not sure was so true now. We can look back on that so far much down the line. But if you're going to upgrade and somebody's not going to be getting minutes, they better be significantly better, you know, and convincingly better. And I think Ray is good and has done some good things. And he's in the same bracket of conversation as Ramsdale. But because he's not significantly better and not convincing us that it was worth the investment and worth the time, I think that is 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 building into your, your argument, Rich. So I agree with you. And that's why I think it's important to talk about this from the context that we've come at it, is in we're talking about the extreme end of the spectrum of I can't quite believe that there are people shouting for Arteta to be sacked, but we can come down a fair few rungs of that ladder to... These these are what the genuine criticisms and genuine concerns that we have. And I think, Rich, you raised them. Do you ever expect him to, not U-turn, but maybe stay, take a step back, reflect and think, maybe I should be better with my squad management and, and use those players more? Or do you think he's he's so stuck in that way that it won't change?
14: What What would it take to change it? I mean, I guess, you know, he could get some therapy. He could... Um, I, I mean in a tongue-in-cheek way.
4: We need Elliot from Vision to do a better help advert for uh, for Arteta. That's what we need. <laughs> he,
14: he just don't think he's taking care of people. Like so, 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 Raya and Ramsdale—they both look shaky sometimes, and that's because one doesn't have the crowd on his side, and one doesn't have the manager on his side, and that's yeah. a really avoidable problem. And you know this—it—it it just didn't have to be this this way. I, and I don't know what it would get to change him. Um, like, he needs a redemption arc in a Hollywood film, you know, something makes him get in touch with his softer side. But you said a couple of weeks ago something that really intrigued me. You said um, Arteta sorry, says a load of stuff about his players and and the way you said it, it made it sound like you don't buy it anymore. So when Arteta says, you know, so-and-so is doing terrific, he's a great player, I'm re- you know, we're, we're counting yeah. on him. It It, it doesn't sound uh true anymore because there's yeah, i think i'm just realistic rich like, is- i think i'm
4: just realistic to know that sitting in that press conference and i'm sure you are and plenty of people listen to this when you watch the press conferences on the the, the oil website or on youtube or on the arsenal way or whatever like i think we're all conscious of the fact that he is giving you the tip of the iceberg of <laughs> of the reality and that iceberg's tip might not even be a fair reflection of what is going on under the surface because revealing that makes it worse. Do you know what I mean?
14: I I have a question for you. Do you think that if you bought Smith Rowan on the left, is there yeah. a risk you'd unbalance the side defensively?
4: Potentially, but we're arguably already unbalanced right on the left now. Um I think if you bring Smith in... And Partey's not fit. What you do is, is you bring Jorginho in as well. Mm. <clears throat> and you move Rice um, probably ahead of Jorginho. And then I think you can still use Zinchenko if he's fit or not. But then Tommy Asu coming back is obviously a bit of a boost for us. I know he's going to be going off for the Asia Cup soon. but I think he should be available for the Liverpool game. Um, in which case, I think Tommy Asu, Smith-Rowe, Rice, Jorginho. It gives you, I think, a good foundation to allow Smith-Rowe to be him. But I'm not, I don't expect him to play. Like, I'd be shocked if he yeah. starts, you know? So I guess, as I always say, Rich, we're going to have to wait and see uh, what happens. But yeah, uh, Rich, I really appreciate your time and jumping on. And it's, as I say, it's really nice to put a face to the name. And thank you so much for listening. It's
14: been a pleasure, Tom. See you again sometime.
4: Speak to you soon. Have a fantastic day, mate. Speak to you soon. Fantastic. It's so nice when you have people in the chat box that have genuinely been watching the channel. Not the people that are new to the channel in any way. I don't want it to be disparaging anyway. But it's so nice to see names pop up in the chat box every single day that listen to the channel and then to see them jump onto a phone-in show. Honestly, that makes my day. It's fantastic. Uh, we're going to go to... Um, let's go. Daniel, if you put your camera on, mate, you're up next on my list. And then we've got Speller after that. So, Daniel, I'm just shouting out because I know Daniel has to... Just to check of this. what we might do, is Daniel. If you can get your camera on, I'll get you on in a very short second. Maybe our next guest, if you're not listening to me, uh, Spella, let's bring you into the conversation, mate. Hello, nice to to you again. Hello Tom. Everything you good? Not bad. It's been a few days since our last encounter. I really appreciate you jumping on, uh, yeah, yeah. the other day. One of the very few critics who actually have the front because I've seen a few in the chat box today, mate, mm-hmm. and they're not here. Yeah, yeah you
15: are. <laughs> if you Tell need to like show you. yourself you need to show yourself but as I said Tom I have a lot of respect towards you I've been watching Thanks, you like. for a long while but uh, let's get into the thing but I think that there are mainly two problems mm. the thing is just that, two? Yeah, no yeah <laughs> but I think mainly mainly there are more okay, problems mainly yeah, yeah, the yeah. big problems the two problems are for example or not for example you see um, Martinelli yeah the way the way it's, it's really concerning to me the way he's playing right now. I think that as a player myself, I can see what Martinelli is doing. He's getting the ball, running down the flank, and not thinking. But when he comes, when he cuts in, for example, that's the moment where he does need to think. Because the moment you start thinking before you shoot. That's the moment you fail. There's only a few players in the world that can think and play or think and shoot at the same time. I really think that what needs to be coached to Matt Martinelli and Saka is that when they cut in, that naturally they should start shooting more. Because this season I've seen a lot of cut in, one, uh, one pass forward, one pass forward, and then shoot. Yeah. When you cut in, the first thing you need to do is instinct, instinct, yeah. and then boom, you shoot. And uh, these players are good enough. When they shoot, they can place it. So I think that right now they should they should be taught the instinct of how to play, and then we now we come down to our tether, because this this is the person who's supposed to teach them how we play he is teaching them but go on yeah he is teaching them <laughs> but but i think he's talking he, he's he's stuck to one plan right now okay and yeah. uh, the thing about ateta out for me i think i will give him to the end of the season to be honest mm. Mm. because i know, because actually we cannot sack him now why because which manager is supposed to take over us now mm. if for example we sack him in the in the summer you yeah. maybe can find somebody to take over and he will what would need to happen
4: for you to be in a place where you said i'm done i think
15: if we are out of the title race mm. and we only strive for top four and uh, mm. we don't get any type of encouragement to continue in the Uh, to continue in the Champions League or in the Mm -hmm. FA Cup and we get out, then I think Ateta's time at Arsenal is done. Because next year, or this year, sorry, it will be five years he have been here. Mm. And um, out of these five years, sadly, I've only won one trophy. And that was the Mm. FA Cup. It was a good time. But in five years at a club like Arsenal, you will need to win more to convince me and to convince the fans to stay. So I think that on that note, I think that I will give him t- towards the end of the season. See how it is. Right now, we cannot say it because mm-hmm. he's first placed. He came first in Champions League. He's fourth mm-hmm. now in the US uh, in the, in the Premier League. We have a we have a game in the FA Cup that we have not been played yet. So we don't know the future, yeah. but we Absolutely. can pre- we we can predict the future. But we never know if it's going to get uh, real. But mainly also in the point that I think that um, Saka uh, and that what he's doing to Saka and uh, Martinelli, he is limiting them, limiting them in a way that he's playing them out in the wide too much. Yeah. So that is limiting, the, limited in, uh, their 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 game. They're not trying to, they cannot come in too much. You need to go out. I have I have seen something that we as Arsenal doesn't get. Uh, the the wingers at Arsenal don't don't get a lot of the ball outside uh, or behind the the, the line or our halfway sp- space, so that that means that our players, our two wingers, is mostly out uh, touching the line. That means like we're yeah, they're
4: uh, they're forced out very far wide. Yeah, they're yeah. forced
15: out way well, far away, that, and that limits our game a lot.
4: It does. And, the teams seem to have worked this out yeah. a little bit in that regard, and they know how to defend against us because we aren't we aren't penetrating well enough centrally. You know, we aren't playing those balls through to like um, um, was it? I think it was uh, it wasn't Rich. It was our caller before Rich that was saying it that we aren't using uh, um, Rod. I think it was that was saying that we aren't putting the ball into the ozone area enough, That's where that. Odegaard was, you know, popping up in that penalty box space. We haven't done that. In, he hasn't been in that yeah. position in so long. Um, and I can't remember the last time he scored. Maybe it was Manchester United at home was the last time I think I remember him scoring a goal in that position. I might be wrong. There might have been a later version of that as well. But I'm struggling, and I yeah. think that that's because teams have worked us out a little bit more. And Arteta, as you said earlier in the call, is a bit too one-dimensional right now. And we don't have that plan B and C yeah. and D and you know those other options. Last word and, on this. So
15: and, go and, for it. And, and 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 I know what I would have loved right now. I would have loved to have Tierney because he would be overlapping and overlapping <laughs> it would be so good for Martinelli. he, would have been good, mate, if he was for most of this yeah, season. yeah I know <laughs> I know but maybe for if we, if we I, I know we, we couldn't we cannot call him back, but if he's in another in another planet if we could have called Tierney back, it would have been so great for Martinelli right now because the overlapping would be crazy. And the the Martinelli game go up because I think Martinelli really needs to... He needs space. That's the thing he needs. He needs space and he needs instinct. That's the two things he needs. Saka Hoss has always that, but he just needs to take the shot maybe earlier. And I think for Erdegaard too, he needs to... I think it's... uh, Now we come to Mikal again. I think Erdegaard had been instructed to do this because last season... Erdigard will get the ball and he will just shoot it. But now you see him too many touches in the box, too many times he touched the ball, and then he'll think before he shoots, and then he'll say, No, let me pass it forward one more time, and then he will shoot. Last season, he'll pass the ball once before it and then shoot because he has the instinct. This season, I think Mark Mikel Arteta have been taking away that instinct from the players in some kind of yeah. way.
4: Okay, fair enough. Speller, I really appreciate your time yes. and thank you for coming on, mate. Thank you. Have a fantastic rest of your day, mate. Much appreciate Speller for coming on once again. Uh, let's bring our next caller on. You may recognize him from Daniel Bailey TV or, of course, his appearances on AFTV as well. Daniel, how are you doing, mate? You good? you well? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. It's been a while. Where have you been?
16: It has been a while. Do you know what it is, mate? I've been busy, like with family stuff and um not having mm. a guide dog so I haven't been at the emirates much so my season ticket has hardly ever been used oh happen. man that's I mean I've to post... out for you soon. I mean the amount of times I've had to post my ticket on ticket exchange this season put... <laughs> um, yeah play you yeah. for
4: doing it mate because not enough season ticket holders do that you know so fair play Yeah no I I,
16: I always do mate I always do you know just, it... as a as an advisory board representative it wouldn't look good if I didn't do yeah, it always, <laughs> very but... true That's very true indeed, yeah.
4: uh... (laughs) Tell me where you're at with this topic then, mate, because I know that you were passionate enough to to message me about coming on. So where are you at with the whole
16: Arteta out trending today? So I'll break it down into little sections because there's a few points that I wanted to pick up on on the other callers. But with this Arteta out stuff, Mm. it's embarrassing. I I find Mm. it deeply embarrassing. I find it, it... I actually... I actually just find myself laughing at a lot of it because our fan base and mostly um ex formerly twitter um led is we just seem to go from we go from ecstasy to crisis and then back to ecstasy and then back to crisis there's no middle ground and it's it's getting boring and it's actually more draining than the actual football itself, to be quite honest with you. It's incredible how so many people get triggered by a couple of results. Um, but you know what? I, I look at December and I think every team, if you're going to win a title, every team has a sticky patch. And I would rather have the sticky patch in December than, say, for instance, when it happened to us last season, right in right in the title, what? you know, the title running, because let's be honest, titles aren't won in December. You know, we've seen it historically with seasons gone by where Man City do this. They have, they have a very slow start. They have a very conservative start. And then when they, when it reaches the business end of the season, they go into, they go into right. robot mode and they, and they peak. Yeah, yeah. And I just wonder if this is what's going to happen with us because, we're not quite we're not quite at the level where the performances are bad but we we seem to be going about our business very pragmatically we're not peaking we're you know we're not the it's we just seem to be getting buying games but we're still in in the race you know like we're only two points behind you know we're not when we're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination and i just wonder if Arteta's looked upon it and gone. Listen, we had a brilliant season last season where we blew teams away, and then we almost burnt ourselves out. And I think we're at the stage we are at now. Yes, we are burning ourselves out in the sense that we're we're not creating much. But I do think.
4: How do we solve it, mate?
16: How do we solve it? I tell you, first of first and foremost, we need to do. We need to make some changes. We need yeah. to. We need to, look, look, Gabriel Jesus and Eddie Nketiah and are not going to win you titles. We've got one striker who admits that his goal goal scoring isn't his forte, which... To be quite honest with you, that that, that kind Daniel, of statement. I'm going to jump me. in
4: here because, and the reason why I'm going to jump in with the authority to do this is because I actually asked Gabriel Jesus myself about that situation. And to be fair to him, he did turn to me and say that it was taken out of context and it wasn't the re- it was done in it was done in Portuguese the interview and it wasn't yeah. published in the best way. I know exactly the quote that you're referring to, but I do have to jump in and defend the man <laughs> because he did tell me directly right. that that was not how it was. Was intended
16: right fair fair dues you know what, obviously you've got your <laughs> finger on the pulse a lot more than i am but, but, but you know what like it's and i think that doesn't help as well a lot of misreporting and and obviously you know there are yeah. of, of, you know obviously that you know you there are journalists out there i'm not i'm not saying yourself in particular but there are journalists out there that hype you, you know, know that you hyper hyper report everybody everything but i wanted to um um, I wanted to touch on this Raya Ramsdale situation because a lot's been made of this, and I actually think there's a perfectly good reason as to why David Raya is is not performing. Now, yeah. when you, when you take it back, when he was when he was signed, nobody wanted him at the club because of everyone's love for Aaron Ramsdale. Nobody really. You know, everyone was questioning it. Everyone was going, you know what, David Raya? Why? Why do we need him? We got Ramsdale. This is just going to cause a problem. So right from the off, Rams, uh, David Raya has been battling against a tide of love for Aaron Ramsdale, and you know, taking it, taking his opportunity. Because let's be honest with it, David Raya didn't ask to be put in this situation. Neither did Aaron Ramsdale. I mean. I actually think when one of them leaves the club and it looks like it's going to be Ramsdale, we're going to see the best of David Raya because there's yeah, not that pressure. There's not going to be that pressure of oh, we need Ramsdale back. You know, Ram, Ramsdale will be Ramsdale will be gone. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that that, that I can see why both of them are underperforming at the moment because when Ramsdale comes in every you know everyone's waiting for him to mess up and going oh well let's switch back to Raya when Raya messes up everyone's going look you said you were going to switch goalkeepers now we want to see it done and I think it's just added pressure on um added pressure on the goalkeepers added pressure on both of them I think we just need to support david Ryer a little bit more than what we are i i mean some of the stuff um some of the stuff i see uh with with david Raya and and the, the hate towards david Raya is akin to the hate that kai havertz is that gets do you know what i mean you know like you know he's
4: got that much i mean havertz was battered like, really bad. Like the only thing that Havertz hasn't had to deal with, which I think, and I've discussed on the channel before and I think is disgusting, is maybe disgusting is a bit harsh, but I think it's it's, it's on the level of when your starting goalkeeper is between the sticks and the fans behind the goal are chanting the name of the other goalkeeper.
16: I yeah, find that no, I think that's wrong. And I think, uh, uh, you know, Arsenal fans are... <laughs> some of some of our fan base is really entitled and actually it's very easy to get cocooned and look at our fan base and only see what goes on on Twitter. Mm. Um, because you, you know, our fan base extends a lot more than Twitter and it always seems to be the same faces on Twitter. So we have to be careful that we don't judge the whole entire fan base, but it does seem to be, um, a problem. I, I, I don't, I don't know, Tom, I, I, I honestly, I think we should just be supportive of David Raya. I think look, you can have sympathy for Ramsdale because he didn't create the situation. He didn't want to be dropped. Right. But we have to we have to trust in Arteta a little bit. You know, we there's a reason why he's getting paid millions of pounds a season. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that Arteta isn't immune to criticism because there's lots right. of things right that that we could criticize our tech i actually think um i actually think he stifled our attack with these new tactics i actually think that our attacking players aren't um aren't so much being you know whether it's down to teams knowing how to defend against us um because i do the other thing i want to point out is that we look more free flowing in the champions league our attack looks more like last season's attack in the champions league because teams aren't just sitting and you know waiting for us to break them down they're coming at us and and which is leaving space in behind which we don't get in the premier league i think uh, there's a lot of teams in the premier league that premier league that are more conservative
4: I think there are a lot of teams that have become more conservative, especially when they play us in particular. And that has been a result of what we did last season. And I think Liverpool being horror last season has ironically had the opposite effect at least at the start of this season they've actually been more open against the liverpool side that they maybe thought that they could be you know get more joy if you like against them man city they're always going to face the same challenges every year and that's why they are such an impressive side in the juggernaut of the team but go on the other thing
16: the other thing i want to say just because i realized you know we are strapped for time um but the transfer market as well do you know what i would do in this transfer market go for it which is not ideal because let's be honest Uh we're not going to we're not gonna get Ivan Tony. We're not gonna pay that big nope. money. If you if you believe all the reports out there is that due to financial fair play, it's just not possible. So what I would hmm. do, unless you're gonna sell a couple of players, unless you're gonna sell a Ramsdale, sell a Smithrow, and maybe sell an Eddie and Ketia, which will which will enable you to bring in one um um, which enabled to bring in maybe one player. And I, I I don't actually think the striker is top of their list. I actually think no, the striker sorry. position is top of their list for the summer. And yep. I actually think a versatile defender, because I do think Yuri and Timber's injury has actually fr- thrown a lot of all this into chaos. So I think I don't think Arsenal ever was banking on Timber getting injured. I think they were banking on maybe getting the striker in january but what i would do is i would um and a lot of people are going to disagree with this and and even i when i seen the reports i even i was a little bit like maybe i wouldn't do this but actually thinking about it i would do
4: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
16: I would get in a versatile defender, which we, which we really need right now. I would take... Dominic Solanke on a six-month loan to the end of the season. Well, what no, do
4: Bournemouth through that? <laughs>
16: which brings in a striker. Because, look, look, it, it's possible. It's This is what I would do. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but this is what I would do. I would take him on a six-month loan because if it doesn't work out, then you're not obligated or, you know, you know you're know, sure. you not obligated to buy him. And with no disrespect to Bournemouth, when Arsenal come calling, you're not going to turn that, sort, you know... Solanke's not going to turn that opportunity down, is he? Let's be honest, you know, Almost my... <laughs> yeah, but, but, but what I would do is I would get him on a loan, get a versatile defender and then sort the striker position out properly. Cause I do think that's an area. If anything's going to cost us the title, I think it will be that not scoring enough goals because yeah. when Eddie and Jesus aren't scoring goals, I struggle to see where the goals are coming from. I'd like to see more from Odegaard. I'd like to see more from Saka. I mean, Saka to me looks like a player who is absolutely knackered from playing too much football, and that sounds really bad. Well, the
4: reports today are that he's actually been carrying a little bit of a yeah. problem. So yeah, yeah,
16: and I I, I actually do fit, I mean, if you're not going to get a striker in 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 January, or, or you at least not going to entertain loaning one, yeah. at least loan another attacker. You know, mm. just just to cover for Saka, so we can give him a break. Because let's be honest, um Vieira isn't gonna really. He's not really. I, I I'm not convinced. Smith I don't know. I I think Smith has done something to upset Arteta, and we've we've seen him hint at his lifestyle choices. And I wonder if that's the reason why he's not being being right. picked you know in the past has hinted that he needs to make lifestyle changes and I wonder if that's the reason why he's not being picked not necessarily because of his footballing ability but because his attitude isn't right Um and then other than that we've just got too many passengers on the sub bench that aren't really up to the level I mean you see the drop-off you know we see the drop-off just from not playing Jesus against Fulham you know, he was at, you know, the, the drop-off from Jesus to Ed uh, and Ketia is, terror- is massive. It's it's so big, you know. Mm.
4: And that's the same, Daniel, for a, a number of positions. And I think you highlighted that really well, especially in regards to what you said about the priority, maybe not being striker. I think it's other areas, and you're yeah. right. Um, I think you've covered it really well, Daniel. I really, really appreciate you jumping on the show. I am pushed for time with, with other guests, so I'm going to move on if that's okay with you. But thank you so much for coming yeah, on. No it's always problem, a pleasure. Mate.
16: Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, Absolute
4: pleasure, mate have a fantastic new year Year.
16: happy new year to you and happy new year to everybody watching
4: thank you very much daniel we'll see daniel very soon absolute legend always appreciate you can check out his channel at daniel bailey tv make sure you go and listen to it um those that are waiting down below to come on i have put a um order of uh service if you like um a little order of callers if you check the private chat uh all of your details should be there unless i've missed anyone so up next on that list is dan who is very professionally equipped with a green screen how you doing dan good you well
18: not too bad mate um nice to see you again this is the second
4: time i've graced your live streams <laughs> if you remember um doing i mean i've had so many on you'd be surprised <laughs> that i do but i do so thank you for coming on Dan.
18: yeah i think the last time i was on we were talking about nketiah's new contract i'm aware of the fact i'm lagging wow.
4: slightly as well <laughs> that is was that the time where gabriel put that tweet out where he like lambasted fans for having a go at it i I feel like that was accurate yeah yeah (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous anyway we'll be a whole different topic now but from your armchair armory position tell me what you think about Arteta out trending on social media um
18: i mean that's why i was moved to come on really because uh i'm kind of getting sick and tired of seeing this every time there's a few you know ne- negative results let's say yeah um i i feel like a lot of our fans have short memories mm. because if you think back to the end of arsen Wenger and you think back to unai emery and you think back to sort of like the early days of arteta when Sanyehi and people like that were still there um the the situation was a lot worse than it is now and if you think about it arteta has taken us from the ashes and brought us back to some kind of challenge you know um, so that's why I felt like the need to come on because I think it's ridiculous. And I'm, I'm the previous caller who's also a namesake of mine. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, summed it up quite well and said a lot of the points that I was planning on saying. Like, um, you know, as I said, things were a lot worse back then. And Arteta is even though, yes, we've only won an FA Cup, but the fact that he's kind of in community you, shields, don't forget, Dan, come on. Oh, yeah, the community shield, the trophy <laughs> that isn't a trophy, as I like to call it. yeah but um but yeah like i i feel like it it was a lot worse and i and i feel like it's always as sort of what daniel said that it's always the same people that um you see on social media saying i'll take her out and there's always like a a kind of pied piper thing that goes with them as soon as they start saying it's like yeah let's follow that guy
4: Yeah, and also when you give them the opportunity of a platform to come on and tell me why they don't turn up, there's another... Yeah,
18: well, that's always the way, isn't it?
4: (laughs) I might be doing a disservice to fans that are waiting to come in to talk. Maybe they're going to tell me. But I have had a number of people in the chat box already today saying that you know, we're deluded for not agreeing with that. But I've said, look, come on the show. And yeah, it's, you know, I'm chatting here with Dan who thinks that, you know, like, like I do, that it's kind of mad. Let, let's be a bit objective then, because there are clearly problems at the moment. I don't think it's maybe silly to ignore them. What do you think our needs to do to, to solve these issues? I don't think the Havertz, Erdegard, Rice, um,
18: triple mm. win midfield is working. Um, mm. I, I read. From I read today that uh, which I'm assuming you've probably reported already, uh Chris Houghton saying that Thomas Partey's injury is a big one. I don't know whether that's just Arsenal going, oh yeah, he's injured.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, just I think it's important to provide some context to those quotes because obviously what he's talking about is an injury that needed a procedure, which it mm-hmm. did, and happened quite some time ago to Sol. So obviously Partey is in the process of still going through rehab of that recover of that of that surgery from last year weird saying last year now but that is the Mm -hmm. truth um (laughs) and obviously that they were to all of my understanding january was looked at as a potential return now obviously the afcon takes place across january into february so if they felt that they weren't going to have part until maybe the latter stages if they even made it which by the way they didn't get at their group last time you know it's i I don't think people need to panic about those quotes but obviously they're not ideal if that makes sense yeah yeah
18: definitely um So yeah, I think Partey would probably make a better eight in that position that Havertz is sitting in at the moment, instead of instead of yeah, instead of Havertz. Essentially, Mm. Um, I sort of uh, one of the previous callers mentioned that Saka and Martinelli are playing too wide, but I don't know if I fully agree with that. I think it's just form, and Mm -hmm. I don't think you can teach form. You know, form just comes. If you think about it, Saka played pretty much every single game last season. You know, Martinelli has had injuries here and there, so I don't necessarily believe that it's coaching. I just think they're out of form. And, uh, you know, the only thing I can think of, if you've ever seen the film Space Jam, the only thing I can think of is the special special (laughs) sauce.
4: Indeed. We need a bit of special sauce is what we need. Yeah. 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 Do you think that will come in January just quickly before we move on? Do you think, are you optimistic about January business or not?
18: Um. I'd like to think so, because I think so far, everything that we've, we've gone in for, we've kind of, or everything that we've, we've targeted, we've got, if that makes any mm. sense, mm. particularly in the last window, with Declan Rice and Jurian Timber. Um, so I, I, I'd like to think so, but you never know, like Arsenal are very famous for not doing business in January. So there's a possibility that we, we could end up with another quiet, quiet uh, transfer window and another video from you saying, I'm really disappointed.
4: <laughs> remember this. Yeah, 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 I, I could be. And I and I, to be fair, I'm on record as saying, you know, I I know I come across as a as a big defender of Arteta because I am I am in some senses, but like it's 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 about being objective. And objectively, if Arsenal want to win the league, in my view, we can't not do anything. We have to find yeah, yeah, a way yeah, of doing yeah. something. Yeah. One hundred percent. Dan thank you for your time mate absolute pleasure do you want to give your channel a shout out which I assume that you have because otherwise why would you have a green screen <laughs>
18: <laughs> um so yeah it's uh Dan Sock, which you can see in there um I when I came on before I was Deep Eye TV but I've rebranded since then um and like partly because of you coming onto your channel I've gone up to 211 sus- subscribers now
4: so there it is, people. The power of TGT. So let's get down up to <laughs> two hundred and twelve at least. Would so be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and pushing on, but Dan, absolute pleasure, mate.
18: Thanks very much, and apologies for the lagging of the camera.
4: Oh, don't worry about it, man. It's fine. I can hear you cloudly, uh, clearly and crisply. That's all the that matter. Cool. Thanks, Thanks very mate. Much. Absolute legend. Love speaking to Dan. Top man. Make sure you go and subscribe to Dan Sok um, as well on YouTube. Go and find him. Uh, next on the list, uh, so let me check it, is Benny. Let's get Benny on. Uh, first of all, Benny, thank you for being so patient. Really appreciate you waiting for it.
1: No worries. Can you hear me clearly? I can indeed. Uh, how was your new year? Was it good? It was good. Um, yeah, um, you can tell Dan that he's at 212 now. I just subscribed to him.
4: There you go. <laughs> See?
1: We're already there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Tell you me know where what? your heads at, Billy boy. So I'm just kind of give you a shout out before I say anything. In nice, terms man. of like, I've been listening to you for such a long time. Actually, when you were still at Nottingham Trent, and I believe, wow. I think. Wow, was- that is that's that's yeah. what's that uh
4: oh. seven years I, ago yeah.
1: yeah oh my god and i think it was somebody else that owned the the channel then and i before yeah craig the, craig when craig, yeah, craig yes, it, exactly craig. so i was listening yeah. to you oh, wow. then, and i was uh, <laughs> that's like, ridiculous it's, Benny, fair yeah, play. I, so yeah i've been and i've loved your content and i, I try and listen um, i'm in germany i listen to you I, I was in england then i was born in england but mm-hmm. now i'm in germany i listen to you every morning every morning so oh,
4: thanks man that's you, really kind of you yeah oh, i, I really appreciate a that that's some you. dedicated listening you know i thought when rich Came earlier, I was really bigging up Rich in terms of being a dedicated listener, and he is. But Benny, that is that's quite the stat, I and mean, I appreciate stats, so that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, tell,
1: tell me where your head's at, mate. So, um, well, I guess most of the points I guess have been already kind of like elaborated, but it's more on this. And I'm you probably this is where we're probably going to have a disagreement. This is where
4: okay, yeah. I like that,
1: where um. There are a lot of people still kind of arguing the case of um, Emil Smith Rowe, mm. and Glennisllo. He hasn't got as many minutes, and he hasn't been able to show what he's about. Mm-hmm. My counter to that is that he's been he he um he reached Reese Nelson, there are a couple of players that have been in our club for such a long time through our youth academy, and they still we are still waiting for them to maximize this. Imaginary potential that they have, and I—we still still haven't seen it. And I still, people still keep saying, "Let's give them time. We need them. We need to give them time on the on the on the on the field." And Man City, Liverpool are not doing the same thing. Where they are like, they they the standards. I think one of the other callers was alluding to about high standards in us. Now we don't need to have the standards of other teams. But I would disagree with that and say if we need to be a team that needs to challenge for the title, we need to be having those high standards in place, not only for our first teamers, who a lot of them are off-form now, but also for the guys on the sub-bench. When Julian Alvarez comes in in his first game, Pep is expecting him to perform. If he's not going to perform, he's going to be on the bench. He's going to be a bench-woman like Calvin Phillips. He's just going to be... And that's all it is because that's how rootless Man City are and Arsenal we need to kind of be the same kind of rootless where if a player has been in the in the Arsenal t- um, team since 2010 and hasn't been able to kind of push for a t- first team or um, kind of regular then what is the point why can't we go and bring somebody in to kind of contribute at least give a proper um, contribution so that at least we have competition for guard, competition for soccer places where now we don't see the dropout as too bad, if you get what I mean.
4: Yeah, no, I do. And I think it's really, really important that the depth is addressed, like you say. And when we talk about standards, you know, I often talk about it kind of satirically when people say you need to raise your standards and expectations of Arsenal, et cetera. But talking about standards in a more objective way, like you're doing, I absolutely agree with. And I think that's why you look at the Man City team. And I put a poll out earlier today on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it about kind of do you think that the side do you think we have a title winning squad this season and about 75% of people voted no now it's worth pointing out the context of that we are coming off the back of two defeats the yep. mood is pretty low so it's worth applying that psychological context to that but I, I did and would have expected still most people to say that the squad isn't not in terms of it being a title winning side because you look at the favorites for the league which were city city's squad is still better than ours and so if they have a better squad than ours how can realistically you argue that we have a side that is title winning unless it is on at least a par with the the, the best favourite option for the league. Now, it is on Arteta to basically, at the moment, whilst we don't have as good of a squad as City, to punch above our weight. That is what we want and need him to
1: do for us to win the league. But that, but that isn't is that also what, he, what... Sorry, go on. Go on, Benny. Yeah. Isn't that what he's kind of trying to do? Where he's... Kind yeah. Of, he's played what a he system... Did, kind of, yeah. last season. Exactly. He played a system of last season where it's like, okay, this did not work. Let me try and adjust my... Uh, kind of my... My details, my analysis to what I have this season. Obviously, it's not working now. But I mm. also feel people are not giving um, enough credit to other teams. It's not like we um, Arteta played this way; like it was a surprise to everybody, even all the other like clubs. Ateta played in a really nice style this um, last season, and we got second place. Now, when you have um, you have a lot of, lot of um, low blocks. Um, implemented against us, especially in the Premier League, because teams have already found out that literally last season we are not going to get let let Arsenal do what we they did last season, and we're going to pack as many as behind the ball as humanly possible. And I don't think people get uh, get like are uh, getting this enough and giving him enough credit for this. But w- one more yeah. point before, before I go, Pick because up, I, up. I know the other um, so no, um, like, look, there, there are some um, people that keep saying oh Mateta out, Mateta out. And kind of, I don't, I don't understand it, but I'm trying to understand it. And I'm guessing most of it comes from, okay, he's been here for four years and yeah. we have not won anything. And I'm also thinking that these are probably younger fans because we're... Um, Majority, in the Venga, I would yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah. In the Venga areas, that was the last time we won. And that was, a. you have to understand, this was a really, really, really long time ago. But... yeah. If we look at it the first time <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but if you yeah. look at it, the first two years of what Ateta was doing, he was literally trying to get rid of a lot of players that were not good enough. We have the Abamians, we have the Ozils. We had the uh, Pepe. I don't know if he was the one that bought Pepe. It might have been Unai Emery. I'm not sure who bought Pepe. Yeah, he
4: was bought by Emery. Yeah. Oh, oh, in, Pepe, in the summer of the season, Pepe, he got sacked. We I think Pepe.
1: Pepe is still inside in the side. Pepe is still in the side. He's been he's on loan at the moment, isn't he? Pepe no, he's is, gone.
4: We Pepe we terminated his deal. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but these, this this took a long time for Ateta mm. to turn over this this squad and to yeah. actually start implementing his philosophy on what he's doing now. And now. He he used two two the first two years to do this, and now he's in the in the two years that has succeeded this. He's starting to kind of you are in a progression, and now you just want to kind of get rid of him based on all the four years when he had to turn over the squad to how he wanted to get it. I don't under I don't understand this philosophy of people, and then the, I guess the other callers have already made this point where is where is who is available? Are we going to bring in an, a Graham Potter?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there, he there is. isn't. You know, people say, oh, "I want Diego Simeone." Okay, cool, good for you. No. Like, it's it's not going to happen. Exactly. So, and it's and it's also like, if you say, if you want Arteta sacked, fine, but you're not in charge of who comes in either. Even if you got him gone, it's up to the club to then find whoever comes in next. And I, I don't know on earth who they would they would think about going. I mean. I'd probably assume they'd be looking at maybe someone like Patrick Vieira or, you know, you think about seeing how Cesc gets on in in his early managerial career. They could even look at Jack Wilshere, who's or currently th- in the youth side. You, you never know what they might do. Like, Thierry, because-
1: Henry. Thierry Henry.
4: Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about Thierry Henry, less so. Um, but certainly the others. But you're right to to bring him up as a as a potential option for his coaching. Um, Van Bronckhorst as well, maybe someone um, they they could look to. But because they seem to want that identity with like, yeah. the Arteta thing, of course, mm-hmm. as well. And I think they they maybe learned from the Unai Emory tenure that of what not to do. Um I think you raised some really good really good points, Benny. And and I no, don't apologize for, for going on. It was it was really, really good to talk to you and 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 again speak to you again after seven Thank years of, of listening.
1: Thank you, Tom. Keep <laughs> doing what you're doing. you like you've been my, some of my morning, te- uh, morning therapy in my darkest hours. So please oh, thanks, you're Benny. doing a good job. I know like things better
4: now. Is it not dark now?
1: No, no, no. Things are better now. Things are much better now. But like I'm really glad if, to hear thank, that. Thank, thank, thank you for doing this, and thank you. Like this is kind of encouragement to just keep on doing it. You will get. Hopefully, next year you'll probably double your subscriber base if you keep oh, doing, what you're doing so. Please, that's quite please, the prediction. Thank Thank I hope thank, you're right. for, thank you for. Thank you.
4: For, <laughs> Thanks, Benny. That's really kind of you. Absolute pleasure to speak to you, mate legendary stuff uh, what a nice guy um let's 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 carry on um we've got about half an hour to go of, of today's show because i did promise the missus i'd be off uh by the hour um so let's see how we go next on my list is wesley who's been waiting very patiently uh wesley always a pleasure how are you doing my friend
3: i'm doing well tom how are you doing happy new year's
4: happy new year yeah not bad how was your uh, your celebration quiet at my age, just the way you want it. So you say <laughs> that, but I, I, I was surrounded by uh, three yeah. <laughs> other people playing Mario Kart till about eleven fifty eight before we then oh realised, oh, we better go and turn the fireworks on. So.
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I've got the two kids running around here, uh, dog, cats. I've, I've got plenty on my hands. Fair aunt, enough, so mate. Uh, Fair my enough. Party You've been waiting are,
4: are fine, very man. patiently and listening <laughs> to a lot of what the listeners have got to say. But what are your thoughts on on t- Arteta out trending? So. You it's already it this morning, Dan. <laughs> no,
3: I, I'm so old, I don't have Twitter or X or whatever. I, I yeah. don't do that stuff. But no, no, Dan and Daniel actually hit it. I, I, I couldn't say it any better than they did. They're The, the people who are calling for Arteta out, petulant, entitled children. I, I mm. Why you give them the time of day, I don't know. But I mean, I, I get I it. I try to give have. them the time. Of you day have to.
4: I literally yeah. sit here and, like, please, I want to give yeah. you the time of day, but you won't. <laughs> do
3: it once, move on. Stop wasting your time, man. It's not worth it. So no, it's, (laughs) and people have already said it. Are you going to find better? No. Uh, Are you, are you sad that Arteta's made the progress he's done? No. I mean, come on, Hmm. be real. It's just go back to FIFA, do what you want to do. Leave, leave the talk to (laughs) grownups.
4: Why do you think that there is so many people? I say so many, like, I think it is, mate, and I think Benny said it as well. I think the majority are, and I, it comes across the wrong way and quite disparaging. I don't want to go into ageism and stuff. But I do, I do think there is something about maybe the younger generation are more susceptible to the reactionary takes of being like, like flipping a switch to saying we lost two games, kick him out sort of thing.
3: Well, I mean, it goes with any sports club unless you're the perennial winners of every of your league. It goes with any sports mm-hmm. team. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, you're going to go through it. Um, I mean, it, it, you're going to have those years. It's, it's just a matter of getting through it, you know, understanding if, if you need to go through a manager or two. Okay, great. That was Emery um but then as soon as you do find a manager that improves you and has to rehash your squad rehash your system reestablish the identity that's a ton of work and i would say even for the time that he's gotten so far there's still a lot to do and and you know you got to give him time now in this sport do you have time especially at a club with the size of arsenal no not really you gotta you gotta do start winning something something which i think he's done and people who you know. I, bar the train fully coming off the rails. I wouldn't sack Arteta for anything this year. I mean, are you serious with the issues that he's got right now?
4: I'm going to challenge that, on. Wesley. Arsenal yeah. finish okay. stick We get knocked out of the Champions League by Porto, and Liverpool beat okay. us in the FA Cup. So we don't have so, Champions League next year. Yeah. And what would what would you do then? Still keep? So it
3: depends. It, it depends on why. If it's him implementing the wrong hmm. system, making the wrong changes, you know just do it if, if the decision and the mistakes are down to him then okay you can start asking those questions now if yeah, yeah, yeah. if rice gets injured no of course not if you just come into yeah. uh, a couple of sides that just start banging form no come on I mean it's yeah. you've got to be that's realistic and, and everything's that's in context
4: no but I, I certainly had an inkling that that's what you were going to say because someone <laughs> asked me on social media today Tom what's your cut off with Arteta and I'm like I don't have a cough. Like yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, if we finish here, finish, whatever happens then. Because we don't know what has happened to, to, for that to happen. So how can I make a, such a huge stance without knowing the, the details, like you said? Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, you, you have to take it on a case by case. Now, if, if he loses the locker room like Emery did, OK, I still wouldn't sack him before the end of the year because I want to give him the chance to improve and, and maybe get those mistakes back in. Now, if you're going into a relegation fight, OK, again, like you said, if you fire Arteta, if he's gone before the end of the season, who are you going to bring in that's going to resuscitate the club in time to reach whatever you want to reach? I, I, I don't see one that's out there. So again, if unless it completely flies off the rails, he loses the locker room. And he starts implementing, you know, uh, a park-the-bus mentality. I don't know, whatever. But come on. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, I don't see it happening. I really no. do. I don't. I, I feel like things will change. But, you know, we're off the back of two defeats, and the mood is the lowest it's been I, yeah. since I can probably remember in the last two years. It's probably the lowest it's been, which is probably because it's been so darn good for quite a while. Um yeah. thank you your time, man. Thank you for your patience as well. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a good one, Tom. Have a fantastic new year, my friend. Uh, brilliant stuff. Really appreciate Wesley coming on, showing some love in the chat box. Uh, let's bring on Mike. Familiar face. How doing, mate? Hello, mate.
0: Happy New Year to you, buddy.
4: How time is it where you are now?
0: Oh, 32. Silly man. <laughs> oh, I, was up, I was up working and then I saw the thing pop up and I thought, oh, I might as well go and have it.
4: Honestly, look. I love the dedication. I appreciate it. Uh, what's inspired you to stay up so late to, to have a chat about this?
0: Well, um, there's a couple of things on on my mind. Really, Uh, I think there's a big difference between how we're seeing the squad now compared, perhaps, to uh, how we saw the squad at the beginning of the season. We were probably fairly optimistic about the bench we had, even despite Timber's injury. We were still looking at the bench and thinking, "Well, that doesn't look so bad." But I think what's happened. as well as us not being particularly um, prolific in front of a goal, uh, the other thing that's happened, I think, is that that strong bench has, has disappointed when, when they have been given a chance. Uh, if you look at last season, um, we had Nelson coming on in the Bournemouth game and making a massive difference. We had, even, even in the first couple of games, Vieira was starting to look as though he might have some promise um and trossard obviously had a good end of end of last season was again so it should, okay maybe the first two or three games but really since then appears to have just sort of dropped off a little bit so uh, so as well as us having problems with our first 11 i'm not sure that uh the bench has given has given michael much um much reason to be to, to have faith in them which is uh which is potentially contributed to the overall picture i think um so that no, was the... I,
4: I i think you're right um i i just I, I get really frustrated with the reactionary nature but maybe i'm just fighting an unwinnable battle like you know, i have that kind of that um what's the word kind of mindset of trying to change a person one at a time in the sense of like you don't need to be this reactionary regarding the club like things things have been way worse than, than this and we have come oh. such a long way in 4 years under this coach that two games suddenly sparks this ridiculous furore of of, of you know reactionary decision making regarding the manager do you think that will ever change or is it I'm I'm doomed no, I think, to fighting a losing battle. I think battles, you're doomed, do you think?
0: mate. I, I think it's yeah. the way. I think it's the way it is now. It's as I think I put in a, a comment before. I think there are people out there who recognise that that by ranting on a particular particular channel, will always get will always get people who follow and, and, and jump on that bandwagon. It's whether they're whether they're part of, uh, of the, the, they're obviously fans. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not um, dismissing them as as been, uh, as not been fans, but, but really, there's a, the, the reaction, the reaction is, is, it's probably more severe than I've ever known it, to be after a couple of games, and, and there's no doubt that, of that expectation. that's fueled
4: is that is that because we've got this mindset now of we are title challengers and if anything other than that is a disaster is that what you think it is
0: i think that's fueled again by by us by, by us on social media if you know what i mean not yeah. by or by a select noisy loud few who 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 see the dollar signs at the end of at the end of having 90,000 subscribers for bouncing up and down about Arteta out and who are you talking about, Mike? Ah, no,
4: yeah. Charles Watts. Not in, not in bad. <laughs> must be
0: yeah, Charles just, Watts. He just it's needs to settle on down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when oh, you see yeah, me, yeah. something calm yourself down.
4: <laughs> um, I, no, I think, yeah, no yeah, reactionary But reactionary takes yeah, a lot of attention. Uh, it's a business model of. Are far more than just Arsenal, so you know we know how the world works. Of course
0: it is. But but not that, That's not to say there aren't genuine issues of concern. Uh, of I, course, mean, I don't. Um, it would be naive and um, naive to, to to suggest that there aren't things that are happening, or rather, not happening. That are um, that are worrisome if we're if we have aspirations to not not entitlements to win to win trophies but we if we have uh, if we have aspirations to win anything then we do need to put some things right there's no doubt about that um, but there's hey, mike
4: um, i think you spot on i think you spot on i'm gonna to have to move on to next call because i'm running swiftly yeah out of time. All, uh, i really appreciate you jumping
0: on no worries you take care and good on you all you guys in the in the chat box good uh, good chatting going on
4: indeed uh, happy new year my friends and i'll speak to you soon
0: cheers mate see ya
4: Smashing. Uh, next is Dino, who's been waiting also very patiently. Dino, how you doing, mate? You good, you well?
2: Hey, Tom. Not too bad, thank you, mate. How are you doing? Happy New Year to you. Not
4: bad. Thank you for being so patient, first of all. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, how was your New Year? Was it good?
2: Yeah, nice and relaxed. Thank you, mate. Tito all living for me. So, yeah, very relaxed. In bed early. You know, up I early.
4: said this is a funny story. I, I will take up as little time as I can of your slot saying this story. But I, I said to myself, 2024, I'm going to try and cut out drinking. I went for lunch with my parents today. And my dad just poured me a small glass of wine. And I didn't even think. I didn't even think. I just went, oh, well, that's that God. <laughs> right. We go Absolutely again. Silly. Absolutely silly. Anyway, Dino, tell me what you're, where your head's at regarding um, the, the whole trending of, of Arteta out.
2: Yeah, so with regards to the whole thing to do with Arteta in general, my sort of outlook for the season, I feel, was a little bit different um, to a lot of Arsenal fans. What I was looking for this season specifically was more consistency. I want the team to challenge. I want there to be a consistency of like this harmonious flow state that Arteta's created around the club. And a big reason for me to come on today is to say that back to back losses um, really are not. Is not that deep to me. Like, you know, City have proven uh, to be a very consistent team. And I think if we're within sort of five points when it comes to, to crunch time, um, we're able to challenge, and all the other teams are dropping points around us. And um, so, with regards to Arteta out, you know, last season Liverpool could have sacked Jurgen Klopp. You know, do you think they'd be challenging this season if they'd sacked him? We have to start thinking in this way a bit, sort of, you know, bigger picture at certain times. Uh, when we lost, when we lose, because I think that um, yeah, it, we don't need this this drama in That's many ways. Great point about
4: Klopp because obviously Liverpool last season finished outside the Champions League places, right? And I I don't I remember Liverpool fans being critical, but I don't remember them being up in arms. Now I suppose the difference is that people will point out is that under Klopp they've won a league title and they've won a Champions League, and so they'll point to that as the evidence. Say, well, he's done it. We know he can do it he can probably do it again. So why? what would be the the argument back, I guess, in that case?
2: Well, I'd say that Arteta's shown evidence that he can bounce back. We finished two back-to-back seasons at eighth, and then I believe went mm. to fifth, and then we went to second. So as long as we stay consistent, as we did in that eighth place, um, we are showing progression. Um, I think as well, another point with regards to the squad and what Arteta's decisions are, I think the club proactively dealt with the squad, and the balance of the squad has been infected by just... Unfortunate injuries. Timber, big loss. Tomiyasu, at times, big loss. Partey, especially in his position. Obviously, he was being deployed at right back, which, you know, I don't really understand, but, you know, I'm no tactician. Um, I I think that these things have really affected the options that we have in terms of our style of play. So I would be asking questions further down the line if we're still losing in the same way. But what I'm seeing now, the Aston Villa game, the Newcastle game, we're losing, but we're losing the same way we're still creating chances. We're still banging on the door for equalisers in those games. So it's really not um, an Arteta problem, I would say. It's maybe more of a player problem that can be tweaked and improved upon as we have done before.
4: get tweaked and improved in January. <laughs> you know, Do you think it will?
2: I don't think January, to be honest, it's maybe not the right time for the club, but the things that I'm reading and, and seeing, I, I, I think if we look, the way I would look at it is that I would be more frustrated if say in the summer a Liao came available and Martinelli has had a poor season and we don't give Martinelli the same treatment as Ramsdale had, for example, we said, okay, we can do a deal for Liao, why not do it? That's just an example, not to say he would be available, but that's why I say we need to act on that. But in January, I don't necessarily think that the club needs to go, you know, crazy for big deals. I think if a good one becomes available Let's go for it and explore it. But we don't need to rush and overplay, overpay because we're really not in a bad position, in my opinion. We're within two points of top spot.
4: Yeah, I think you raised it really, really well, Dean. Thank you for your patience for coming on as well, Matt. I really appreciate that. And, Pleasure, uh, Have a fantastic new year.
2: Take care. You too, man. Bye-bye. Thanks, bro.
4: Much appreciated, Dino, coming on. Showing plenty of love in the chat, guys. Next on my list is Isoa. I'm sure he's coming to tell me that I've been an idiot and he can't wait to throw all of his critics of the other day at me. Tell me I'm wrong, mate. <laughs> uh,
17: Tom, no, how are you doing, first of all? Are you good? Yeah, I'm
4: very good, mate. Was your new year good? Uh, uh,
17: good, good, Tom. Uh, yeah, first of all, I would like to commend you on uh, on the tremendous work that you do on the channel and, uh, Thanks, man. The, and the courage that you have taken since... Uh, Hosting the channel uh, from Craig and all, uh, Thanks, that's. Mate. And, I'm not yeah. going to be any nicer to you. Just. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is uh, my charm offensive. My charm offensive towards you. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, no, I meant, no, I meant. Uh, no, no, I meant, I meant all the words I said. So. I know, I know uh, you
8: did. I know you did. Thanks, mate.
17: Yeah. Okay, Tom. Uh, yeah. So, where to start. So, yeah. Uh, the, let me give you an analogy. That's not, hopefully, worse than the cow analogy that we did last time. Uh, let me say, as in, you want your losses to be coming in drips, not uh, a healthy or a steady stream of water. You want it to come in drips. For example, let me say, we have uh, currently won uh, one game. Uh, no, we've got one point out of five games, which amounts to one point, uh, uh, one point out of 15. Points. So we have... Uh, I mean, we won. We, yeah, we won and drawn one yeah. each from Brighton, and then drawn against Liverpool, and then lost against Aston Villa, uh, West,
4: Ham. West
17: Ham and Fulham. Yeah. So that is it's it, it's not coming in drips. You would you would eventually want to have your results if you're going through a p- bad patch of form to come in drips. Like for example, uh, it comes in uh, two two. Like, one, one point, one game we lose, and then for the next five, six Premier League games, you win. And win. then you can say, yeah, all right, sure, we lost one. No issues. Uh, we c- let's right. get the boys so What you're saying
4: is we don't want a bad patch, is what you're saying. Yeah.
17: Yeah, because you said it before, and I, I agreed with you. You said, yeah, losses are eventual, unless, of course, you're the mighty invincibles. Yeah, losses are eventual in a season. But then again, you want your you want your you want your team to be have if you want to be a title contending, you want your team to be in a stage where the maximum amount of points. If you want to really challenge and go towards the end of uh, May, you're supposed to have at least minimum three losses on your uh, on your uh, on your you record.
4: I think that's fair of this season though, because I feel like this season's a bit different because like. I agree with you actually about the whole the drip analogy, which we got there in the end. I was worried where it was going, but we got there. And like I agree with you that you don't want to see kind of these patches, if you like, of poor form because in the season in which we failed to get Champions League and we lost in the Amazon documentary series, we kept having those like three, four game patches where we dropped points um throughout the season and that cost us. But this season, I would say that Man City, who I think most of us would agree are title challengers, have had this period where they won two games out of seven Premier League matches, and yet they're still very much in the
17: title race. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless Tom, we want to give Arteta Arteta out. Let's discuss Arteta out quickly. Sure. Uh, yeah. Unless, all right. We don't. I'm going to give it to you straight. Arteta, i be, Is not a title-winning manager, at least not now. Yet. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yet. But also, I'm agreeing with you that we don't have anybody that could replace him right now, and he has done a tremendous amount of work in getting us where we are right now. So I'm in a gray area right now, all right? Yeah. But if you're going to tell me, all right, I'll take the positive people's approach, Yeah. (laughs) Let's give him an eight-year contract. Wait out, Gordiola. Wait out, Klopp. Hold on. You can't can't say the
4: positive people have want to give an eight-year contract. You can't say... I'm a positive person. I don't want to give him an eight-year contract. (laughs) You know, let's say the uber-positive people. No, I'm giving
17: you the Todd Bowley special, Tom. I'm giving you the Todd Bolly special. Uh, Let's give him... Fair enough. Yeah,
4: that's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
17: <laughs> yeah, give him an eight-year contract. Uh, do the MRT. What's it, I don't know the legal term of the contracts. All right, so, so he'll be the youngest manager. By that time, he'll be the age of Klopp and Guardiola, and he'll be the senior manager. He'll, yeah, he'll have enough experience. The players oh, will wow. be recycling through. Yeah, So, but of course, that's not an e- certain I- ideal scenario. But then again, the FA Cup, wouldn't you say it was a lightning in a bottle? Situation I mean, where... Yeah,
4: uh, it's an opportunity is what it is, the FA Cup game.
17: Yeah, so with the people that voted, um, of course, I'm not going to do any spoilers. Or gonna, I'm gonna, I was one of the people who voted, of course. I voted within the majority, let's say. Hmm. Um, we're not a yeah,
4: challenging squad, yeah.
17: Yeah, we're not a challenging squad because uh, Trossard, uh, I feel... You know, Trossard with Saka... He did brilliantly, but then again, now you feel the performance starting to dip. I mean, if I was Jorginho, who said, you said it Tom? I think, so, or somebody else, I don't know, some other channel. Other channels are available, of course. Uh, so it was Jorginho. Somebody said Jorginho was, uh, he's not, he might not be the first name that was uh, coming to their mind when they were in the January transfer window, but then again, he's more, we could use him in this patch, in this what gets me, you know, my grinds, my, my teeth grinding is uh, with Arteta. It's his way or the highway. When I, or, the overloads, the odd guards, the, uh, the overlapping runs that are currently not overlapping. Uh, we have Saka dipping in four, telling dip, dips in form. Why don't we just go on an approach where, all right, we don't want control of the ball? Uh, we have the, I call them the Bermuda Triangle. You, you have Gabriel, big Gabi, you got Saliba, you all got right. uh, uh, Rice. If anything else, I would rather Odegaard just poke a pass in there, pro, do, a, do the same pass that Jorginho did with one of the passes that led to a goal, like cutting lanes, those type of passes. Uh, Party used to do that, because, but we don't have Party right now. But at least Jorginho has that ability to, you know, uh, he's a defensive midfielder, but has a way about him that he can pass the ball, all right? He can yeah. cut the lanes, yeah. he can pass, he can open the play a bit. Put Jorginho, Rice, and uh, Odigard together. Havertz will become our, our super sub. I would rather... Nah. Mate,
4: I said this morning, put him up top. Put him up top.
17: Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, Havertz, he'll be... yeah, put him yeah. up top. Put him up yeah. top. Yeah, start Jesus, Start the central three, which was Jesus, uh, Martinelli, and Saka. Things don't go our way. Fine. I don't mind it. But still, put, uh, start with Jorginho, Odegaard, and Rice. At least Jorginho Rice will be the breaker. In, uh, he, it will give us more of an approach, more of a way that we can gamble with our passes because then we have three people at the back, which is Rice, Gabriel, and Saliba, that can recover their, with their runs. At least if we have a counterattack that's coming, we are solid in the back. At least gamble. This We don't have enough tall players. The only tall players have us. And I don't, the last game, I think so too, I didn't, the last game we were uh, pushing the ball. Um, heaving uh, it to the players, but nobody was there to receive it. And now, yeah. uh, I mean, Tom. So, for, for for me, for me, quickly, we said five minutes. Uh, yeah, just I'm quickly because I've got to jump. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm not Arteta out. That's silly to say. Uh, if I was Arteta out, what would I? What what other manager would I recommend? That would be. A, a, that's a Tom Canton way of questioning. He will ask you immediately. Then who else? Who are you going to bring? Who are you going to bring? If you don't have a advocate adequate amount uh, answer, then you just lose the argument, so there's no point of saying Arteta out, people are just in the eye of the storm, and they cannot see from from the left to the right, that's it, they're in the eye of the tornado, they don't know what to say, so they're hyper-emotional and I feel them in some ways, but I'm not going to let the emotions take over it's sad, it's very sad I'm down these days because of Arsenal, but you said correctly, like don't let Arsenal control dominate your life leave it alone, do something else and yep. hopefully we'll have a better season. Season not over yet. Hopefully we'll do something later on.
4: Fingers crossed. Always speak well, mate. Yeah. Uh, thank you for jumping on and thank you for talking to me. Always.
17: Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom.
4: Stay safe and well, friend. Much appreciate us so much jumping on once again, as always. We've got three callers left before we wrap things up. Fala is next. Uh, Fala, how are you doing? You good, You well? Yes, I'm
19: doing great, Tom. Thank you for having me in this show. No and, problem at uh, all. Where are you joining me from? I'm joining from Kenya. North Kenya, Africa. fantastic. Did you have a good new yeah, year? Yeah. Celebrate it. I celebrated it well. It was okay. However, I have a contrary opinion to, your, to to your take on Arsteta. Yes. Um, more towards the leaning the uh out, but not yet mm. there. But have that yeah. view. I'm approaching. Yeah, you're getting there, so you're think, getting close yeah, to our yeah. out. What what's getting um, you there? I'm going, I'm going to judge it by the end of the season. Okay, but I'm willing to, to listen. Yeah, I mean, they're listening camp, but not yet out there. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, no, yeah. I think,
4: you know, uh, uh, Speller was on earlier, and, and I think he's in a very similar place to you, um, Fella, about mm-hmm. this. So what, what would you do if you get... Let's, let's, let's play hypotheticals. Let's go. We're at the end of the season. And whatever has happened has put you into a place where you think it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for the memories and all the banners and everything like that. Yeah. Who are you bringing in?
19: Um, I'll trust the board to bring in the right Okay.
4: But well, I want to know Is who it? you want to bring in. <laughs>
19: uh, me, um, I don't have a, uh, quite a name. but
4: Okay.
19: If the Arsenal That's board- fine so fit enough to have uh, Mikel Astetta with no CV mm. at that time to manage and oversee the, the, the growth of Arsenal up to now. I'm sure mm. they're they are mm. able to make the right decision to who can take it forward. That's mm. what I can see.
4: Do you think he'll be there at the end of the season or do you think he would have done enough to convince you that he is the right guy to keep going?
19: Depends. Uh, as like I said, it depends on what what will happen at the end of the season. Yeah. If so I'm kind of. I'm, I'm. What I'm asking
4: yeah. is based upon what you've mm-hmm. seen so far. And, do you um, think it's more likely you're going to want him to stay okay. or go?
19: I'll judge at the end of the season, but what I can Fair say...
4: Fair enough. I respect sticking with the yeah. viewpoint of it. What? How, how yeah. do you think okay. he solves the problems that we've made? Well, that that we have right now.
19: I think it's about him self uh, looking at self at the mirror. Like um, the previous game against Fulham. Yeah, Kivio was playing the Zinchenko role. Mm. But uh Kivio himself doesn't know how to play that role. He's forcing Kivio to play a role that it's not working, and he clearly can see it.
4: I I, I, I don't know what he would have done instead, I guess is the answer because I know Tommy Asu was, was there, there. but yeah. he wasn't not, fully fit, he could yeah. only give him a half, is saying, what we were talking
19: I'm not saying uh, play Kito Miyasu. I'm saying yeah. switch in such a way that you can um, uh, accommodate... Change his the formation. Strength. Yeah, yeah, to accommodate his strengths. But if okay. you continue with the same, it's like, yeah, it's... Um, what, what can I say? You're putting square pegs in round holes. Yeah, that's all I can say.
4: Yeah, so no, 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 I think that's
19: fair. previous right. years, we had when... Um, Shaka used to play let, left central midfield.
4: Yeah, oh, but instead of
19: playing him there, you'd rather, <laughs> if there was a left-back injury, you'd push yeah. him to the left-back position. Yeah, you don't, don't remind me left-back. That was awful.
4: Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, no, That's one of the worst things Arteta ever did. The Shaka at left-back. No, back. no, that, oh, I that is now, that.
19: that's what I'm saying. It's upon yeah. him. You self-reflect and choose what's best. At that moment in time, choose what's best. When mm. Zinchenko is around, no. you can't play. But if you I, continue I, I think, sticking... Yeah.
4: Sorry, go on. That's, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think, it's, that's it's fair. I think team that team. it's about finding the right player for the right situation at the right time. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, the, the problem, yes. that, the challenge Arteta arouses is that he doesn't necessarily have all of those players available to him at the moment, especially when Zinchenko got injured. I think Zini obviously would have started this game. I actually think despite all of the criticism of Zinchenko, we actually missed Zinchenko in this game because in the times when we did have possession sometimes we lacked that progression um, Fulham were brilliant and you know really wanted it more than us and you know their, their turnovers were excellent um, with a lot of former Arsenal players showing our current Arsenal players really how it was done but uh, yeah the Arteta thing I guess I'm going to have to wait and see and Faller at the end of the season I guess you'll have to jump onto one of our phone-in shows and tell me where you're at Definitely. but I appreciate your time yeah. and jumping on mate
19: Yeah, thank you so much for
4: absolute pleasure enjoy the rest of your day and have a happy new year you too much appreciate, fellow, for jumping on. Two more to go. Uh, another friendly, recognizable face of the channel. It's been a long time, but it's great to see him. King, how you doing, King?
20: Yeah, I'm, I'm better today than yesterday. Better. Uh, you can probably
4: turn hit... a light on, man.
20: It's <laughs> the camera, he has an issue. So I, like... I feel you. On. <laughs> light, so, Talk so to crazy, me, mate.
4: Man. How are you feeling? How are things?
20: Yeah, uh, it's much better now than I uh, Twenty twenty three was really beautiful, and we're looking forward to twenty twenty four. And then, yeah, and as you said on your tweet, you know, there's more to life than just them and art. And, awesome. and I think we really have uh, mm. no matter.
4: Just quickly, happens. are you on your AirPods, King? Um, because there, it's a little bit muffled. I don't know if you can go on the audio settings and just check. If you've got the airports yes. connected, just because it's a little bit muffly. I want to make sure everyone can hear what you're saying properly. That's all. Is it selected? Just checking. While you're yep. checking that, I'll just go into the chat box. Uh, tibo says, City lost three games on the trot and nobody was asking for Pep's bald head. <laughs> uh, but he's won a lot of trophies, sure. Uh, but hence their expectations should even be higher than than ours uh strong thank you for the super chat mate you gotta go tom but great show and happy new year you're one of the most committed youtubers i know i wish you all the best for 24 come on your goodness thank you strong that's very very kind of you um king have we sorted it out yeah, better now. yeah a little bit what you're gonna have to do is just speak up as best you can
20: okay yeah that's
4: fine i'll speak so carry it's on talk to me, me about be- the other out situation and how you are feeling.
20: I feel like we all, we always hear uh, every season as soon as we lose a bit of form, as
4: soon as we lose one
20: or two games, Ateta out. It's not good enough. It's pathetic, and you know it's it's never like constructive. criticism. That's the bit that's funny to me. It's not like mm. oh we've looked at Arsenal and we are not progressing as we should. This is why we want Ateta out. It's always like oh he's useless. He's clueless. He's a clown. We have all of this and Yeah. To me it's like oh, if it he's that bad and all of our players are overrated, why are we not in the bottom half? Like why are we finishing second? Why did we win our group? Why are we top four? Like why are we just winning so many games he's that bad of a manager? Like, I don't understand. Like the evidence doesn't say that Arteta is a bad manager. Quite opposite, the evidence says that. Arteta is a manager that keeps on progressing. So, if you go back four years and you look at him now, he's a much better manager now than he was four years ago. And we, that's what we should expect because four years ago we've never managed before. Now he's managed for four years. So, obviously, he should be a better manager. And he is a better manager. And we have our issues as every team does. No, know, if they have their issues, they don't look as good as they need. Look like the years before. Liverpool look better this season than last season, but they don't look as good as when they were t- in 97 and 96. So, every team has the issue. We are not perfect. So, you don't have to be perfect in the Premier But I think this entitlement that, oh, if we don't win, sack him. I think, yeah. where does it come? Because we have never been that team or that club who just keep on winning title of the title the title where we as fans can just demand that you just have to win, if you don't win, then um, going to the next one. And I don't think that modern football works that way. I think that Roman era is gone because I think football is more sophisticated. I think it's more down to man management, tactics, style of play, progress, and patience. No, 50 have to be patient before they became this dynasty. It just didn't happen to the day. It took time for them to become as successful as they are. And when you look at how successful they are, they had to change the whole structure of the whole club, from the youth system, the style of play, the coaching system, you know, the board, uh, the recruitment system. It's not easy to win. I, I think people just think that oh, it's, it's just going to be easy. It's never been easy to win. You
4: know, yeah, it's yeah. never
20: going to be easy. Arsenal to win we have to overachieve we will never have a squad that is better than Man City maybe in saying, but if you look from now up until the next two years I find it very hardly that Arsenal will have a squad that is better than Man City so we always have to overachieve to win and we have to keep that in mind and that's just how it is because if you say that oh the standard is Man City okay can you go and buy another harlot that they is the standard, and we should praise our standard.
4: Then yeah, where is the next one?
20: Because no one is as good. I don't as think he. it exists,
4: mate. I don't think it's there. Okay, can
20: you go in and buy Kevin De Bruyne?
4: No, you can't. Like you have to. They had De Bruyne. They bought De Bruyne from Wolfsburg when he had a fantastic season, and he turned into be. One of the best players the Premier League has ever got. There's an argument. That there was a bit of fortune with the deal for De Bruyne in a way. Yes, they paid big money and he was doing really well at Wolfsburg. But how many how many players do well for a season or two in Europe and come to the Premier League and become one of the best players ever? Not a lot, you know. So, and, and you know, Man City have had that with other players in the past. You think about Eloquim Mangala who was thought to be one of the best young centre-halves when they signed him. Didn't do a thing. You know, but the thing is with City is they can afford to make those big, big money mistakes. Arsenal can't or certainly no team really should be able to do that now because of the new restrictions that are in place. But it's yeah, I absolutely understand what you're saying. And Arsenal need to find a way in which they're going to close that gap. I don't think Jesus is obviously the player that's going to take us to a title because I think that we signed him from the team that were signing a player to level up from Jesus. But the idea of Jesus was that he was a step, a next step for us. You know, he's the next step in that process of centre-forward. So, Arsenal now need to go and find, in the summer, certainly not this season, for me, the next step in Arsenal's evolution of the centre-forward position. And I, I hope that we do. King, the only reason I'm moving on is not because I don't want to talk to you. It's only because the audio quality is, is, is not great. It's an absolute pleasure to speak with you, as it always is. And uh, I really hope that 2024 treats you far better than 2023 did, mate.
20: Thank you, Tom.
4: Thank you, man. Absolute pleasure. Don't be a stranger. I'll speak to you soon. Much appreciate King for jumping on. King's an absolute legend. If you don't know who he is, he comes on to our, usually with far better audio, <laughs> onto to our, our members' preview shows in the past as well. He's had a, a tough 2023, so please send him all the love in the world in the comment section and the chat box as well. We're going to finish today's phone-in show uh, with a, a little twist, uh, you might call it, um, because Russ Goldman is joining us from Cottage
10: Talk, which is a fulham podcast
4: ross how are you doing mate you good you well
10: thank you for having me on tom i'm also part of the TalkSport fan network so we have something in common there you go so, so just wanted to mention that but the reason why i decided to jump in here is uh first of all you've given a lot of credit to fulham so i want to thank you for that i've watched and listened to a lot of commentary coming from the arsenal side of this and you've been very fair so i want to say that The one thing that I do want to mention that really irritates me is seeing Arteta out because I am passionate about managers getting a chance to really see their vision through. Arteta is a very good manager. He is learning on the job, still learning. So for me, I think it would be a massive mistake to get rid of Mikel Arteta. I remember when he was under pressure in the very beginning stages, and I'm thinking, give him a chance. He will come through for Arsenal. He has. And I just think that this is, as what you would say, a wobble. He will figure this out. Give him some time. Don't He doesn't deserve, in my opinion, you're the Arsenal experts here, but I don't think that he should be under any pressure. Fulham, it was their day yesterday, which is called what it is. It was their day. And I want to give Fulham a lot of credit because they had a good game plan against your side. They saw it out. And the only thing I will say is I think Fulham's players wanted it a little bit more. Now, I don't think that is down to our tetra. We can disagree on, or agree on that. But yeah. for me, I where just
4: rank, Just quickly, Russ, where do you rank that Fulham performance across the whole season?
10: The biggest. The is bigger. it the
4: best performance that they've had all season, would you I, say?
10: I absolutely think so, because we've had some very good performances. We've had two 5-0 victories. We went to Everton to get through to the semifinal of the Carabao cup. But for Mm. me to come back from the three losses that we've had and Mm. beat a team like yours. And again, we have not beaten a top six side in a very long period of time. That to me best performance because they went behind Tom and the, feeling about around Fulham supporters is if you go down, they're not going to be able to come back. They actually did that a little bit against Liverpool, but didn't pull off the victory. What I've noticed from this Fulham side is that when they do go down, they actually dig in a little bit harder. And I think you saw that they wanted it really badly. They wanted to win that match. And, uh, you know, again, that goes down to the players and also the manager. And the one thing that I will say about your manager that actually, I think our managers have in common and I've heard a lot of commentary about both managers. There is no plan B. There's no plan B for Fulham with Marco Silva. I don't know if there is any plan B for Arteta. They are into their style, their way of playing, and they are going to try to perfect that. I think you have to, in my opinion, at least for Fulham, I've accepted that. He tweaks things every once in a while, but... With your manager, he's still learning. Give him a chance. I, I I don't understand the pressure that he is under. Like I saw you put a scroll about Guardiola. I mean, that's, again, why would Guardiola be under any pressure? Why should Arteta be under any pressure? I just disagree with that.
4: And I think that's fair. Oh, yeah. uh, I've always said that fans obviously are entitled to have their their critiques and their scrutinies of a coach. And I think at the right times, it, it's it's worth hearing them out. It's the reason obviously behind today's show is because Arteta out was trending on social media. Believe sure. it or not, this morning, which is why we're we're talking about it today. And the reason why I asked you about the Fulham performance and where it ranks this season is because it does seem. I don't want to. It's not an excuse of an Arsenal side of things, but certainly I always feel like whenever a team plays Arsenal, they they, they somehow find their best performance exactly always it's so annoying. Cause I watched like man United go to Anfield and Liverpool stink <laughs> the place out. And it's like, why can't you do that against us? Well, and why, why? It's So frustrating. Sorry, Russ, go on. I can tell you. I was, was going to say,
10: Tom, that's a compliment to Arsenal. I'm also a fan of the New England Patriots. I live here in Boston, Massachusetts in the U S and for years mm. and years, other teams would, you would get their a game as we would say over here. It's the same thing with yeah. Arsenal. You raised your game against the best teams and what was going in a positive way for Fulham is that they were coming off these bad losses. Players were coming back. It actually was a perfect storm for us. It really was for this kind of performance to come true because they were coming off of two real stinkers and they had a a player like Raul Jimenez, who really, unfortunately for us, got a red card against Newcastle and screwed everything up because they were really trending in the right way. He comes back, William comes back, and everything falls into place. But I look at Arsenal, and I'll just say this, and I'm not saying this because I'm on an Arsenal fan. I'm, I'm on an Arsenal show here, but I can't stand Tottenham. So I'm all for you guys having a great season. I, I I think Tottenham supporters are I'm here in America. I'm a Red Sox fan. They're like the Yankees. They're like the most annoying fans in the face of the earth and the Tottenham sure. fans, I think are the most annoying. So if you can really? just beat them on a regular basis. I think Arsenal fans
4: are the most annoying. <laughs> so I think Arsenal fans are the most annoying <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> They're great. Oh, but my goodness <laughs> me, can we be such a crazy community of fans sometimes, but I, I I'm not going to disagree with you whenever you want to lambast Spurs. That's fine by me. No. Um, I, what I want to finish in the conversation with you, Russ is sure. kind of like, just because it's interesting kind of getting that outside, non-biased view of of Arsenal. I think that that is the view of Arteta in the whole from the outside is that he's a coach that has still got more to learn, more to do in right. that. I think that maybe Arsenal aren't necessarily taken seriously as title contenders often because of Arteta's inexperience in himself. And they see Man City with Guardiola and they see Liverpool with Klopp and think, how on earth can we realistically expect a a guy that's been in a job for four and a half years to compete? So my question is to you, Russ, is that should Arsenal, when we've talked about and bigging up Arteta and appreciating the work that he's done, if Arsenal want to compete with Man City and Liverpool, should they go out and get a manager on the elite level of Klopp and Guardiola?
10: Well, I understand that train of thought because that would mm. be something that you would be thinking, well, we need someone to take us to the next level. I yeah. wouldn't go I wouldn't go there yet, and I think yeah. a good test for Arsenal is what you have been laying out. Fulham had a game plan. They now know how to play against Arsenal, and other teams know how to play against Arsenal. Force them wide and make sure that – the wide players don't hurt you because they're not hurting. They didn't hurt Fulham. And uh, actually Jedi did a very good job against and Martinelli, you know, a few opportunities, but I think that was also by design. And for me, he has to figure out how to play when teams take away what you want to do, play it quicker. There are ways to get his players to basically beat what the other team is trying to do. And, and I think that will be the maturation of him and the players. But you have some excellent players. Uh, you know, again, your midfield three. I think Fulham got the best of your midfield three, which is shocking to me because of your midfield three oh, being I'll very you, good. Man.
4: He's good and brilliant. Don't oh, yeah, sell. He's him. Great. Oh, don't sell that guy. Because if <laughs> I I worry for you if you do, Oh, I agree he's with you. That good.
10: I agree yeah. with you, Tom. I totally agree with you. And what's interesting, and again, I'm a huge fan of Odegaard. Odegaard is my favorite player in Arsenal. I'll just say I mm. I love Odegaard. And, you know, listen, I, I like what Declan Rice is offering you. And then you, you have Havertz as well. But Pauline is a different animal and he would be good on any team. He, he should be with an Arsenal, with a Liverpool. But um, if I'm full, I might do whatever I can to hold on to him. And uh, yes, because that was my concern when there were all the stuff going on about Bayern Munich. I was just praying that the window would close. Thankfully, it did. And that we did not. Have a replacement because there is no replacement for foam for this guy. There isn't. They can find no, another player, but not of this level. I've never seen a player like this play for foam before. Mm,
4: no, he's he's unbelievable. His tackling stats are a joke, like quite frankly. You. His ability to read the game and win the ball is, is really I mean no offense, but I'd love to steal him off you. I really would. I get it. <laughs> a, I understand. He's a fantastic player. Russ, absolute pleasure to, to link up and speak with you. I hope that we speak again.
10: That'd be great, Tom. Thank you for having me on.
4: Pleasure, my friend. Have a fantastic new year. You too. Massive thank you to Russ. Please show him plenty of love and appreciate in the chat box in the comments section as well. Always welcome fans from other uh, other clubs because if they behave, which Russ did fantastically, and I know that we can get a lot of banter as always, but uh, I think you get the best conversations when you actually bring fans of other teams together to have a rational chat about football, um, as we've done today with plenty of fellow Arsenal fans. So thank you to everybody that's tuned into the two hours plus that we've been going today uh, for a phone in talking about hashtag Arteta. Who'd have thought we'd be sitting here in December? having a chat about hashtag Arteta route. Well, we are here. Um, But did you notice one thing throughout this entire show? We might have had a couple of Arteta sceptics that are waiting until the end of the season to see whether or not they, you know, make their mind up about Arteta. We didn't have a single one of those Arteta routes. Not a single one. Two hours, 15 minutes we've been doing this show. Not one showed up. And I think that probably tells you everything that you need to know the show has been open to anybody and everybody over the age of 18 of course which maybe has something to do with it um the that could have come on that wanted to come on that had the opportunity to come on could have come on i asked people in the chat box that were you know grabbing all of their keyboards like the warriors they are and throwing their messages in there not not one the, the search goes on we continue to wait maybe one day They will emerge like a Homer Simpson meme uh, in reverse. Perhaps we will see it. Thank you so much for listening to the channel today. Do drop a like on the video. I'll, of course, be live tomorrow morning, as always, at 8 a.m. UK time. Have a fantastic rest of your evening. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal.